Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on November 21st, 2019. It's been nine days since we talked to you last, so we got a packed show. Biggest news that's happened in the sports world, at least since we last recorded, is the Houston Astros are cheaters. Dirty, dirty little cheaters. We'll dive into that. A little preview. I told you so. Um, Next, you know, just came back from Disney. Well, this isn't in order, but came back from Disney. Went to Disney World for a week. That's why we're recording later. Just going to talk about my experience a little bit at the end of the show. Give give the listeners some tips to work the Disney system. Because let me tell you, we cheat the Disney system, and I honestly feel bad. Disney Strat Guide? There's families out there that are paying thousands and thousands of dollars more than me <laughs> and are doing half the things I'm doing because they don't know the strats. Well, that's why they need to listen. And then, of course, we're going to start the show with a, a football preview. We're going to preview next week. We're going to give you a quick recap of last week, mostly just the Saints and Chargers, our bets. ED player, we'll watch out for that guy. If you're a listener of the show, you know you know the deal. And then also, uh, we got some uh, NCAA being assholes yet again because they're the NCAA and that's all they know how to do. Yeah, let's get into it. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. I don't feel so good. Hulk smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Okay, Tyler, so for what feels like the millionth time this season, our two football teams, 
the Los Angeles Chargers and the New Orleans Saints had vastly different weekends. <laughs> Jason. Yeah. Yes, they did. I mean, coming out. I mean, out, yours was just deja vu, though. I mean, coming out. So was yours. You beat the Buccaneers for the second time this year. <laughs> you know, it, it's 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 just a shame, man. It's really a shame. Do you want to just talk about the Saints real quick before I get all depressed about the Chargers? Yeah, we, uh, you know, we just, uh, there's one. Nice and easy. Took care of the Buccaneers. What was it? 34-17. 34-17. Mike Thomas is a fucking god. Uh, Drew Brees looking real good. You know, I bet the the Saints uh, minus five and a half in that game, but I really thought that the Buccaneers had a chance to not win, but I thought it was going to be like a close game just because, I don't know, every year they give you guys a close game. In fact, I think it's the first time since 2014, I believe, that you guys have won both games against the Buccaneers. The I last believe it. four seasons you split. It, something in common. A quarterback in this game had four interceptions. Oh, my God. Shut up, Tyler. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the Chargers yet. Uh, easy easy dub. Alvin Kamara looked good. You know, I thought he was having a down year, but then I looked at his numbers, and he's on pace to have, like, the exact same year as last year. Kamara? Yeah. Really? If Over a 16-game stretch, of course. Oh, because he sat out a few games. Yeah, because he was hurt. But, like, per game-wise, he's actually, like, the exact same. Like, almost exact same as last year. His touchdown totals are down, aren't they? Yeah, that's down. But yeah. in terms of yardage and stuff, I was like, He's a red zone machine last year. Not so much this year, but I mean, he had 75 rushing and what is it? 47 in the air. He just puts it together. He's just consistent. <laughs> I mean, listen to dude, consistent. Listen to this yards per attempt, 4.6 in 2018, 4.6 in 2019. Okay. Yards per game, 58.9 in 2018, 59.0 in 2019. <laughs> attempts per game, 12.9 last year, 12.9 this year. Yards per reception is down a little bit. He's got he had eight point eight last year and seven point three this year. But yards per game last year he had forty seven point three. This year he has forty six point six. So he's he's just consistent, man. He's just a workhorse. Uh, yeah, yards per touch five point eight last year, five point five this year, which is surprising with Ingram not on the team anymore. Yeah, um, yeah, I figured those numbers would go up. Well, yeah, in terms of his averages, his averages are the same. It's just we would assume that his workload would have went up, and it. It kind of has. I mean, if he would have played, if he would have played all the sixteen games, he would have had more rushing yards. Yeah, or more rushing attempts, I should say. He's been good though. I mean, nothing to complain about. Mike Thomas has kind of taken all the shine away from him with fucking the insane year he's having. But... First receiver to get like ninety receptions by twelve games or whatever the stat was I saw. It was ninety receptions in the first twelve games of the season, I think, and then like the youngest to four hundred receptions or some shit like that. It's a shame he's not going to get any MVP buzz because he's a wide receiver. There's been plenty of wide MVP buzz in the Saints community, maybe, but probably every, everything That's what I follow, <laughs> everything mainstream has been Lamar and uh, Russell Wilson, I guess. But it's been Lamar really Most dominating Lamar. everything. If Lamar, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he finished top five MVP. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. I could see. Uh, wait, what if Lamar gets hurt? Just saying, I have a history of cursing quarterbacks. I think I said this a few weeks ago. He hasn't got hurt since then. <laughs> You can make the case. I mean, Russell Wilson, you kind of have to get past that. But besides Lamar, I mean, McCaffrey maybe? Honestly. Even though I think Michael Thomas's year would be more historic than McCaffrey's, but just because. Actually, McCaffrey, I actually wrote an article today about the Saints and their matchup against the Panthers. McCaffrey's on pace to break the yards from scrimmage record in a single season. Really? Yeah. Dude's been insane for sure. But I think at that point, what kind of hurts, uh, well, we'll get to it later. But one of the arguments against Mike Trout is meaningful games. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey probably ain't going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, but I feel like 
that is a far less disadvantage than the disadvantage of being a wide receiver just naturally with the voters not saying i'm not saying it should or shouldn't i'm just saying with how they vote for these awards i think typically yeah i think this year's a little different with teddy b taking over for so long yeah they're gonna look at the saints team as a playoff team and the one consistent on offense has been mike thomas yeah but i still think just in terms of like there's still gonna be some bias for sure yeah yeah we'll see though that'd be cool That'd be cool. Or a defensive player, but that's not going to happen. I'd I'd be very upset as a Saints fan if we had a wide receiver win an MVP before Drew Brees. Well, (laughs) at this point, it's not even before. I don't know if Brees – I think his MVP window is kind of – It's over for sure, but – Unless next year stays healthy, has a a bounce-back year at 41 or however old he is. (laughs) Um, And then we have the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, boy, Jay. You know, I think they should move to Mexico City just so I could distance myself from them. They lost there. Maybe Tijuana. London. Have them go to London. <laughs> Move them to Tijuana. Oh, excuse me. I'm sure they have a lot of Tijuana fans from their days in San Diego. But Just go straight past San Diego and keep on going south. I didn't watch a lot of the game because I was at Disney World. Um, I'm actually happy. I had a really big... I watched some of the game before the uh, the fireworks show started, and I was a little disappointed. Then I was trying to watch the final drive, and the one time the TV remote in the hotel room didn't work was that night. But I'm happy because I didn't get to see the final interception live, and I would have been very upset. I was watching I re- it. I rewatched it. Um, yeah, it was just rough. Another seven point loss. You know, hung in there with the Chiefs. Every single game this year. Red. We got we got in Chiefs territory. I don't. I haven't looked at the stats. I don't want to look at the stats, but I feel like it was almost every time. And just you know, one possession game. Just one possession game, like always. Philip Rivers. My ED player of the week. I'm just going to spoil it now. Throw it out there. Uh, 28 for 52, 353 yards, four interceptions. I think, I don't know the exact number. I heard it on some podcast, but 61st game losing by seven or fewer, I believe, in his career. And it's just, as you could tell by my tone, man, it's just, it's sad. It's a sad day. Hate to see it. I mean, coming off a MVP type year last year to having seven interceptions in the span of two games. We talk about Dunn chains, Ty. I think Philip Rivers has a Dunn chain on the Chargers. I really do. Jason, I'm not going to argue that because my will watch out for that guy. Tyrod Taylor, backup quarterback for the <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers, had four less interceptions than the starter this week. That's the stat you got to look out for. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. I know I've seen some actual some buzz on Twitter about how Tyrod should take over the rest of the season, and he's a former pro bowler. I don't think that's the case. I think Philip has done so much for this franchise and stuck through so many shitty teams and played on a fucking torn ACL, for God's sake. Like, let him finish the year as bad as he is. We're not making the playoffs anyways. Like, at least give him that respect. Just last week you were saying how you had such a good chance of making the playoffs. I told you, though, if we lost against the Chiefs, it was a cemented dun chain. <laughs> it's a cemented dun chain, Ty. All right. Cemented dun chain. You're Cement- going to be taking I'm not taking it off. Week I swear 14? to God. No, I swear to God. I, I, they're done done. They're that was a real done. bad throw, too. Because he could have hit the guy in the end zone on the final drive. Yeah. Just Austin underthrew Eichler. the fuck out of it. Um, the one interception I did see, he got, like, sacked. And he when he threw it, he got hit. And the ball kind of just came out. And then a lineman caught it. So it was just one of those fluky yeah. interceptions. Um, it's not all his fault. I mean, we have a really bad offensive line. But it just doesn't seem like he has the arm strength anymore. I'm sure he can go somewhere else and maybe be an average quarterback in, like, a run-first offense with a good offensive line. Maybe a team like the Chicago Bears. I just think... I don't know if he would ever move just because he has 34 children and he lives in San Diego (laughs) and he already commutes to LA. So I doubt he'd uproot his family to move across the country or I don't know. I would like to see, I hope his career continues and I hope if he is ever in the playoffs, 
I root for him hardcore. The only chance I would not root for him is if he's playing the Chargers. If Phillip Rivers went on the Chicago Bears and won a Super Bowl next year, I would probably be just as happy if the Saints, if the Chargers won a Super Bowl, not the fucking Saints. <laughs> I just love Philip Rivers, man. But I feel like he's a lifetime to... Charger. I think once he's done there, he's done. Well, kind of like Eli. Done, he might be done this year. <laughs> I think the thing with Eli, like Eli was a lifetime, you know, New York Giant. Yeah. Once he's done there, he's done. Well, he's that, not going anywhere else. Well, that's why I'm sad, Ty. I mean, my whole life has been Philip Rivers. My whole. You don't know I no mean, better. 2006 is when he took over. He literally has not missed a single start since 2006. Just. Since I started watching football with my dad, it's always been Philip Rivers. I, I've never... She's been sitting out there down by one possession in the fourth quarter his entire career, your entire life. There was one one game where he got hurt and he got pulled out early and then our backup like did a quarterback sneak to win the game in like 2008 or something. <laughs> That's like the one time. And it's just... It just it's just a sad it's a sad day and I think we're gonna you know what you know what my dream situation here is Ty what's up Miko if you're listening you might agree with this you might not Tua Tagovailoa injured just got injured so he's gonna be slipping so I'm just saying I don't know why but I always feel like the Chargers are like a Hawaiian team I just feel like they're like <laughs> nah, like I don't know why maybe we're the closest team that'd to be Hawaii. cool if they moved to Hawaii <laughs> um let him slip Chargers. I don't know if you if he's worth taking in the first. I don't know like where he's going to be projected and everything. Maybe take him in the first because we're going to be around probably like twelve to seventeen ish. Take him in the first, maybe. If not, take him in the second. I don't know. We'll see where his draft ranking is. Go get an in between quarterback. Maybe I've said it before. I've had this gut feeling. A Cam Newton, just one year. He's got one year left on his contract. Trade for Cam Newton. Trade like a fifth round pick. You know, because Carolina's not going to get a lot for one year of Cam Newton. They're just going to want to get the money freed. Let Cam play one year. Let Tua recover. Cam's good enough where we're our, our good defense and everything, we can contend with him, kick him to the curb after that one year, and then we got Tua. That's the narrative I hope happens. I don't hate it. Thank you. You guys need a quarterback. You yeah, need to do something. Do. Yeah. And the good thing is that it is a kind of deep quarterback class this year. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of good talent to choose from. Led by my just boy, getting there. Joe Burrow, who I said on my birthday trip to, to Conrad Amico. Watch out for Joe Burrow for the Heisman. They were talking about that one guy from Clemson. I don't even know his name. Trevor Lawrence. Okay. And Jalen Hurts and like, oh, and Tua, who's going to win the Heisman, blah, blah, I said, watch out for Joe Burrow because he's had a great first two games. Just because I just started writing about LSU, so I was biased. <laughs> and they laughed at me. And now now he's the front runner now, for the Heisman. Now who's laughing? By a lot. And every time I see like a good stat about Joe Burrow or whatever, I send it to them. Just like... <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. Straight petty wars. Oh, absolutely. I'm 100% <laughs> petty. But, yeah, the Chargers, Philip Rivers' time is probably done. And it's a very sad day for me. Very sad, just everything. It'll be all right. We're going to move on. The league's going to miss him, man. Before you know it, you're going to have, like, three of his children as your quarterback and backup quarterbacks. <laughs> It'll be fine. You'll have a Rivers under, you know, taking snaps once again. Or we'll just pay Teddy Bridgewater, like, millions and trillions of dollars because he had five big happening. games. And then he'll suck for us. It'll be all right. Not behind this offensive line. He'll freaking tear his ACL again. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I mean, we don't have to go over every game. Yeah, I didn't watch a lot, obviously. I do want to go over Texans-Ravens. Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Texans got creamed. 41-7. to Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely shit-pumped. I think, I think I'm going to say the Ravens are legit. I think I'm finally going to buy in. I think Sitting I've at 8-2 been... with, like... Three or four games over forty points now. I, I've been saying I've been I've been saying that the, you know they're not legit and they're pretenders and everything. I think they're not pretenders no more. Ty, they got 
three of their last four wins have been against really good teams. So the Seahawks, the Patriots, and the Texans. And none of those games were close. They were all two possession or more games. Not bad at all. I will say, ED player of the week, Deshaun Watson, 169 yards, one interception. You got to oh, yeah. step up. You got to step up when it's your uh, like a quarterback that got drafted the same year as you. Oh, yeah. You got to have that draft uh, that's, you know, debate. That's not the same. They didn't get drafted the same year. No, they did. No, it's Watson and uh, Mahomes. I thought Lamar well, Jackson. Lamar got drafted before last year. They got drafted one year before. No fucking way. Yes way. <laughs> no fucking way. Lamar got drafted in 2018. Deshaun got drafted in 2017. I promise you. Because remember, Deshaun got hurt his first year, like oh, after God seven damn games. It, you're right. I know. I forgot about him getting hurt. I know. Ignore everything I said. You're two <laughs> mobile quarterbacks who are young <laughs> and looking ahead to the future. The future. Yeah, future at the quarterback position. And you know what? You know who I'd choose right now, Jay? Lamar Jackson. I'd take go out on a bold take and say Lamar Jackson. I think I'd still take Deshaun Watson just because Lamar Jackson scares me, but that's just me being a naysayer still about the Ravens. There's- Here's the thing, though. Deshaun Watson's going to be dead by the age of 25 if that offensive line stays in front of him. Yeah, that's not good. I don't know. For some reason, I hate when the Ravens are good. I have no personal vendetta against the Ravens. I just hate when they're good. I really do. I, I know it's it, there's no reason for it. They just they feel like a mediocre team. I think it's the colors. <laughs> like when they won the Super Bowl with Joe Flacco, that's not a good team. They, they just got hot at the right time. I just They're just supposed to be mediocre. <laughs> but they've actually been like one of the most consistent teams of like the last... 10, 15 years. I think they have like two Super it. Bowls since the turn of the century. They're just not. I want to say they're not flashy enough, but then Lamar Jackson's putting people <laughs> on spin cycle and everything. I don't know. I, I'm with you. I just don't know why I'm with you. <laughs> um, uh, oh, uh, Deshaun Watson also let me down in my fantasy, which Ooh. I might put the dun chain on myself because Ooh. I've just been wildly underperforming. And it's just. Let's hear that record, Jay. It's time to give up on fan. I suck at fantasy. Every fantasy sport I suck at. Let's hear that record. I'm loading it. I think I'm like, let's see. Um, oh, I lost both my leagues. What a surprise. I am 3-8 and eight in one league and 5-6 and six in the other. Damn. I scored 58 points in my $100 league this week. 58 points. What would the opponent score? 105. Well, at least you made it close. <laughs> it, dude, it's a joke, man. My, my team just <laughs> underperforms, and it makes me so sad. I always draft guys like Jarek McKinnon on the Lions. It's like a guy who – it's not even like a like a flyer pick. It's not like, oh, I think this guy's going to stand out. It's one of those guys where he's like not quite there yet, but then all the fantasy guys are like, oh, pick him, pick him, pick him. And I usually try to stay away from those, but then I get to like the third round, fourth round, whatever, and you need a running back. And I'm like, all right, these guys are pretty smart. You know, I'm going to pick them. And then they're always cursed. Jarek McKinnon's hurt. You just got to draft with your heart and not your brain. There was a guy on the Jets – like three years ago, two years ago, Blau Powell. Have you heard of Blau Powell? It's a fucking awesome name, but no. He was like, I want to hear. He more was about like it. that. He was supposed to be like a top twenty running back, whatever. I don't even think he's in the league anymore. That's like, unfortunate because that is one hell of a name. It's Sony Michelle underperforming this year. Oh, speaking of not in the league anymore, I know he's in the league. He just doesn't do anything. He has ninety six yards this season. Colin Kaepernick's tra- workout was this week, wasn't it? Since the last pod. Yeah, I don't know enough about this whole Kaepernick situation about the the workout and the little it was a hot mess the waiver and kaepernick want not wanting to do it and then the nfl just setting him up and saving face and i don't know i don't know enough about it to really comment honestly it was a hot mess it is a hot mess i still don't think kaepernick's gonna play i don't either but that's unfortunate because i think he's good enough to play and i think there's plenty of teams that need quarterbacks 
But at the same time, I think there's plenty of young quarterbacks that are about to come into the league. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. He's better than some of the quarterbacks that are going Easily. out there. but Easily better. I don't know, man. It's a it's a sticky situation. I did watch uh, the like whole second half of Rams-Bears. And wow, that game stunk. Did it? It just... I had Bears plus seven. And it was just hard to watch, man. It looked like it was going to hit. It was like 7-10 the whole game. And I was like, oh, the Rams look poor. And then I went and took a shower and I got back. It was 17-7 and the Bears lost. And I was just like, you guys suck, dude. <laughs> you guys are so bad. Mitchell Trubisky is like the freaking one of the biggest busts of all time. They traded up for him. I said it last week. They traded more for trading up for Mitchell Trubisky than the 49ers, the team they traded with, traded to get Jimmy Garoppolo. Just saying. Like, it's just a joke, man. It's He's so bad. I don't know why they don't give up on him. Anyone who still believes in him is just stupid. Yeah. I don't. I can't spot a lie there. But the one thing is, at least the Bears are not in their Los Angeles Rams situation because they also have a mediocre quarterback. Who's better? Jared Goff. He's, yeah, he's definitely not Mitchell Trubisky. But Jared Goff has a massive contract now. Mitchell Trubisky, they can at least just like think, wipe their hands and yeah, let him go. Talent per dollar? Take Mitchell Trubisky every time. Here's a, what, here's a question, Ty. The saw trade, this on Twitter. The tra- yeah, the trade deadline's already passed, so it doesn't matter. Phillip Rivers for Jared Goff. Who says no? I think the Chargers say no. I don't know. Because the the case for the Rams would be they would get a quarterback this year who the, theoretically is at his worst is as good as Jared Goff. And then they wipe their hands clean and they can go a different direction. They don't have all that money straddled. The issue with that. That's why I think the Chargers say no. The Rams are sitting at 6-4. and four. They're not going to have a good draft pick. Yeah, but quarterback class is deep. It is, but I mean, I gave the Rams a dun chain. Not every team can get a quarterback, and the quarterback class is deep. Lamar Jackson drafted thirtieth overall. Tom Brady, (laughs) sixth round, like two oh six or something like that. I just, I will say, I gave the Rams a dun chain last week. They won. I'm keeping the dun chain on. I'm not going to my old ways. They beat Mitch Trubisky. It's not the thing is when the Vikings were trailing against the Broncos. I was like, oh shit, the Rams might get a playoff spot, like. Or not, I'll play, but it's going to be closer. But then the Vikings came back, the Rams. So I, the Rams are still they're playing catch up, and I just don't think they catch up to the Vikings or the Seahawks. Yeah, which goes into my well, watch out for that guy, guy, which is Kirk Cousins on the Minnesota Vikings. Oh my god! I think it's time we give oh Kirk my Cousins. God, I think I'm I'm going to be on the right side of history, and I'm going to be one of the first people to be on the pro Kirk Cousins bandwagon. He's just been really good this year, Ty. He's just been. You know how many interceptions? Guess how many interceptions Kirk Cousins has without looking on the entire three. season. You looked. I didn't. He has three interceptions on the entire season. I'm sure he's been fine. He's got three picks, 21 touchdowns. That's a seven touchdown interception ratio. He has a 0.9 interception percentage. I don't know if that leads the league, but I feel like it does. And he's still not good. That's insane. It's insane <laughs> to put up those numbers and still be a bad quarterback. Are are you are you worried? zero percent worried really zero you know what i'll say 0.1 percent because there's a chance Kirk cousins get injured and there's another quarterback who takes them into the playoffs then i'd be worried why why don't you you're not acknowledging at all that you're there's somewhat of a chance that with their running game and their good defense they could sneak their way not to with the Kirk super cousins. bowl not with Kirk cousins because a running game is good until you fall behind once you fall behind in a game you're gonna have to pass your way back into a game and they're not going to be able to jump out to early leads on teams in the playoffs. There's going to be other good competition, and Kirk Cousins is going to have to win them a game in the playoffs. He can't do that. 
I he won by four against the fucking Denver Broncos. But he led a miraculous the comeback. Broncos. You said, "Hey, you know what you just said? You can't do that when you play from behind." What did they do? They played from behind and they came back against. Tyler. Okay, I said against playoff teams. <laughs> this is the fucking Broncos. Just saying, quarterbacks with an interception percentage of one or fewer this year: Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Three of those quarterbacks are good. And Kirk Cousins. You know who has the best touchdown percentage out of all of them? Russell Wilson, but number two is Kirk Cousins. <laughs> who has the best completion percentage? Kirk Cousins. Who has the second most yards? Kirk Cousins. Dude, I'm on the Kirk Cousins bandwagon. I really am. Flashy stats are everything. He doesn't have the grit to get it done, Jason. I'm I'm zero percent worried. I'm gonna be on the right side of history with this one. Jason, that's fine. What if the Vikings okay, what if the Vikings went out and finished thirteen and three? That's a, a big worried. what if. There's a lot of games. Be a little worried. There's six games left. Not a whole lot, but I'd be a little worried. All right, man. I'm telling you, Kirk Cousins. This is the time. He, you know, he's in his like eighth season. He's he's you know he's 31 years old. He he's just he's his. It's a time in his life where things are changing. He's at his physical peak right now. You know when I'll be worried, Jason? When? I'll be worried if Week 16 they beat the Packers. They're at home. Okay. If they can beat the Packers and Kirk Cousins can out-quarterback Aaron Rodgers, I'll be a little worried. I'll bump it up 5% worried. Dude. I Until just, that time. I Since my team's out of it, my team for the rest of the season is the Minnesota Vikings <laughs> because I just want to see you to Carolina Reaper. It's not going to happen. I'm and I'm just 0% worried. Praying, praying for that Minnesota Saints matchup. It's not going to happen. Right now you're the third seed. They would have to be the sixth seed. Which right now they are the sixth seed. Right now, if the season ended today, you got to play the Minnesota Vikings in the first round of the playoffs. Too easy. And then just how awesome if <laughs> it would be so awesome if Kirk Cousins just outduels fucking Drew Brees, dude. I'd be so happy. <laughs> that would be pretty funny, but it's not gonna happen. Jason, I know I had a will watch out for that guy, Tyrod Taylor. Yes, he did. We skipped over something that what? happened quite a while ago. What was that? We'll watch out for that guy, Miles Garrett. Yeah. Is that your will watch out? Or did you make... What? I had a will watch out for that guy. Oh, yeah. Miles Garrett uh, tried killing... Uh, what's his name? Mason, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. Suspended indefinitely. <laughs> now. We skipped over that. We did. I, I forgot that even happened. I'm going to be honest. It's just such a black spot in the league. I just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Two things with that. Miles Garrett's a fucking psycho. I've heard he's actually like a good guy outside. Like, it's just... Yeah, I don't. Uh, he got punched in the face by a fan, allegedly, just on the street. Some dude walked up to him in his I car or something that. and just punched him in the I face, and he didn't do that. anything. I remember hearing that, yeah. Secondly, Mason Rudolph may be the softest player in the NFL. I'm sure there's some softies, but yeah, he's pretty soft. He is such a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was saying, oh, I'm going to sue him or some shit, or oh, he's a bully. Well, he came out and said he wasn't going to sue him. But, uh, I think because of the backlash he got. Yeah. yeah, he was being a little pussy about it. <laughs> he tried ripping his fucking helmet off first and then got mad when Miles Garrett turned it around and yanked his helmet off. Yeah, I'm fine with that, but the swing in the helmet... Swing in the helmet's was... insane, but the fact that you try to rip someone's helmet off, he outmans you and says, nah, bitch, rips <laughs> your helmet off, and then you try and get in his face? <laughs> so soft. Yeah, yeah, the helmet... I mean, they you see them rip helmets off all the time, so I'm not really, like... I'm, I'm not mad at Miles Garrett or Mason Rudolph or kind of John at the helmet. You see that all the time. 
it's just the swinging at, of the helmet. But yeah, Mason Rudolph was very soft in that. All the comments after that. In that instance. Fucking hilarious. I will say, in Mason Rudolph's credit, the game was over and Miles Garrett was like throwing him around like well after he threw the ball it for was, no reason. It, was, it wasn't a late hit. It was a late tackle because he hit him and then like spun and tossed him to the ground. Yeah, it was just. And it wasn't aggressive. But you but know, it was very was, late. You know, there was probably some sort of shit talking slash. Oh no, that, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not arguing. It was very late, unnecessary. Wasn't super aggressive, but unnecessary. It was pretty crazy though. It's fucking awesome, dude. He could have like killed him. He could have killed him. I mean, if he connected right, if he hit, him I loved a... all the fucking Photoshop pictures of Mason Rudolph's head with a big ass dent in it. <laughs> I was cracking up at every time I saw it. If he would have hit him with the hard part of the helmet, like he could have killed him, dude. And he just had a concussion. I mean, maybe that's why he's so soft. He's got a soft head. <laughs> Sucks for the Browns. Finally, win a game, big game against a rival. Even though the big rival's not even that good, honestly. But and you just it's tainted by best losing your best defense. defensive player and <laughs> your shitty coach who doesn't know how to coach. You know, I will say we give Baker Mayfield a lot of shit on this show. Yeah, for you know, they counted us out. He actually said the right things in the post game interview. I was watching it live and I was like, I was proud of Baker. I didn't hear a single thing. What did he say? He pretty much can't. He said, like, that's unacceptable. He can't do that. He needs to be held accountable. Like, he didn't, you know what I mean? He didn't stand up for his guy. He pretty, he said, you know, the logic we can't thing. be, we can't be doing that. Like, <laughs> he didn't try to save face. You know, he didn't just say, like, oh, well, it's unfortunate. He pretty much said, like, it's an unfortunate situation and Miles is wrong. And, you know, so I was proud of him. I know him and Mason Rudolph are like friends, so because they played college. Like, oh, really? Mason Rudolph went to Oklahoma State, and uh, Baker went to Oklahoma. I think <laughs> they <laughs> okay. played each other a lot. Yeah. I don't know if they're fr- friends, friends, but, but they're acquaintances yeah, at least, familiar with each other. So, oh, fucking wild. Who's bro. your ED player of the week from last week, Ty? You never gave that. Uh, I did give that, Jason. You gave your Tyra Taylor. We'll watch out for that guy. Yeah, my ED player was Deshaun Watson. Oh, you did. That's right. Motherfucker. All right, previewing next week, Ty. Let's look ahead, Jason, because we could look back. We could talk about the Patriots beating the Eagles. Um, or the yeah. Chiefs beating the Chargers again. We could talk about that. Uh, the Chargers don't play next week, so I'm happy about that. Oh, there you go. A little time to simmer down. Saints play the uh, Carolina Panthers in a game that I think is kind of dangerous. Um, Potentially dangerous. I would agree, but I'm just going to hope we win. <laughs> I'm going to ignore that. You know the Panthers lead the league in sacks? I'm going to ignore and that. You're, and you got Andres peed out? I'm going to ignore that. Both games that you guys lost this year are games that Andres Pete was knocked out of the game early with an injury, but you did win without him last week, which kind of kills that narrative. If you would have lost last week without him, that narrative oh, would have been big strong. Big-time narrative. Yeah. <laughs> I still think it's it's worrisome, but I think we get the job done. I think we limit McCaffrey. I don't think we stop him. You can't stop the man. He's insane. <laughs> I think we limit him. But I think we're going to be all right. We're going to see how this one plays out. But I think Drew Brees is going to be able to do enough to uh, bring home a dub. Should we talk about our betting lines and our betting recap before we talk about all the games? Yeah. That way we can talk about the games while we talk about it. Well, I mean, recap-wise, we had a good week last week. You still beat me. But as a show, we went 5-1. Five 5-1, and one. Five and one, Jason. 3-0 and oh for Tyler. Just saying. <laughs> Two and one for you. Yeah, we had a chance going into Sunday Night Football. Rams Bears had a chance to go six and zero oh as a podcast high six. Would have been electric. You know what a six? No one would have known about it because I didn't make a graphic. <laughs> but it would have been electric. It, a sixteen parlay pays out on against on the spread. Twenty dollar 
40 to 1. Holy shit, does it really? 40 to 1. Just saying. So if you if we would have went 6 no and you bet all the games we bet, 40 to 1, bet $20. That's a lot of money. It's like, what? 800. Yes. <laughs> You're correct. It's $800. <laughs> so, yeah, just take take think, our advice. We're on we, a hot streak. I started the year bad, but we're on a hot streak. We just got to start putting money down as a 16 parlay. Every week, we just got to throw $20 on it. I think it'll work by the end of the year. <laughs> I mean, on the year now, you're 8 and 10. I'm, I'm inching you're back to 500. Back. That's all I need. Jason. After two winless weeks, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Jason, I can see you, but are you sitting down? Yeah, I'm sitting down. I am 13 and 5 on the year. That is unheard of. That's actually really good. 13 and 5. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the, the Super Contest in Las Vegas? It's the thing that Gary, Gary, Larry, the goldfish enters. <laughs> okay. So pretty much it costs like a thousand dollars or some, some expensive thing to enter. But if you win, you win like a million. It's a pool of like 500 players, however many players. And every week you pick five games against the spread. And like, that's, you know, whoever has the most points at the end of the year or whatever. Mm. So the guy who's in first right now. So granted, obviously they've been doing it the whole year. They have more games is 38 and 16. Okay, so that's just over with one tie. So you get one point for a win, and then half a point for a tie. Okay, so we'll say thirty-eight point five divided by thirty-eight point five plus sixteen fifty-four point five. That's a seventy point six percent. Okay, you are at seventy-two percent. I'd be a millionaire, Jay. <laughs> I mean, granted, it'd be a much bigger sample size. You'd be forced to pick games, you know, with five games that you it's might not, not love, that, but. Just also, with that, I'm limited because you get to choose games two on this. That's true. I could choose just my five favorites. That's true. Maybe we need to. Uh... And I know, I know for a fact, there's been a couple times where I've wanted a Monday night game or something, and that game is hit, but I was unable to bet on it. I don't know if you can do Monday games on the Super Contest. I'm not 100 percent sure, but why not? It's a year. It's the I whole season. I just feel like it might be like just a Sunday thing, just because. The entry fee for the Super Contest is one thousand five hundred dollars. I think we start crowdfunding. Uh, well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say 50-50 raffle Ooh. <laughs> or old reliable. <laughs> I think if we crowdfund, we post my numbers up. People are going to well, use me. I was, I was going to say, why don't we just crowdfund and like go in it together and make picks as a team? Because you don't want me to drag you down, Ty? Because you're 8 and 10, Jason, and I'm 13 and 5. Fucking, that's not nice, man. That's not nice. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe if you have another good week, crowdfunding, we both enter. I'm gonna enter next year. Five. If grand, you go three and zero this week, Jason, and I, you bring yourself over five hundred, I'll consider making you my partner. <laughs> Is it wild to actually consider entering this contest? Oh, absolutely. That's five thousand dollars, but you win thirty-two percent of the winnings of the entry fee if you come in first. Which I don't know how many people are in it, but let's see. Is there a way to look? There's a lot of people. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. But it'd be nice. It's got to be a lot of fucking money. How much does the super contest pay out? Let's see. Oh, God. Because right now, Jay, we'd be top of the leaderboard. I'd be top of the leaderboard. <laughs> I'll pay for you to enter. So last year, there was 3,328 entries generated a prize pool why don't i just click this article i'm trying to do so, math myself three thousand winner to get 1.4 million holy shit just for picking five games a year second place get anything yeah you get sorry i'm away from the mic you get like 18 percent or something like that 
So I think, I think top five top or 10. top three gets percentage. Something. You know how fucking wild that last week would be, though? If it's, like, close coming down to the line and that last week you go, like, 0 for 5. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. That's, that's suicide watch right there. <laughs> and you don't have to live in Vegas because it's in Vegas. It's at the Westgate. You can have a certified, like, bookie pretty much. So you go to – you have to go to the Westgate with, like, your bookie and you have to give them, like, photo ID. And that one guy can go make the bets for you. Oh, so you actually have to make the bets? Yeah, they have to go into the Westgate and make the bets. But you can, if you know someone that lives in Vegas, you can go to the Westgate with that person, and then they, like... That makes it your person to do it? Yeah, and they can make the bets for you. But it can only be, like, that one person. Uh, it's not, like, an online. Okay, so last year, yeah, first place won 1.4. Second, second and third won 409,000. Fourth won 215,000. It pays all the way to 100th place. 100th place pays 2,267. So you'd win back your money and two thousand dollars. Well, or it minimizes your loss. Wait, did, was it five thousand or one thousand? Oh, it's one thousand five hundred. Enter oh, not five thousand. Super contest gold is five thousand. Don't know what that super contest gold is. Oh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> You're intrigued. Fifteen thousand dollar mini contest Never bonus. <laughs> no, this is a mini contest like every week. I don't know what super contest gold is. Super contest gold one winner collected six hundred forty thousand hundred twenty eight contestants. So it's just a smaller prize pool, I guess. So you have a better better chance chance because there's less people. Yeah. I think we look into it, Jay. $1,500. Let's just, yeah, crowdfund for Christmas. We'll split it. (laughs) (laughs) With that being said, I still need to make my picks for this week. You need to make your picks for this week. Do you want to go first or second? I did go 3-0. So it's my choice. Yeah, so that's why I asked you. (laughs) I'm going to go first. Okay, because I know you won't pick my number one pick. My number one pick, Jason, Oakland minus three. Didn't even look at that game. Who are they playing? <laughs> I don't remember, but I know I liked it. Oh, the Jets. Jets. Oh, that's a good bet. Minus three. Jets at home are still I, not I still a good team. Oakland. Oakland is a sneaky, decent team. I could see that pushing just on a last-minute field goal by Oakland, but I think I think you're in safe waters. I think Oakland's a better team than the Jets. I think Oakland is one of the most underrated teams right now. Yeah. I, I still won't ever bet on them, I don't think, though, just because the they scare garbage. me. The Jets are garbage, but... That's just a game that scares me, but I don't. I like your pick. All right, my Thank first you. pick. We've already talked about the game. I'm picking Carolina plus nine and Ugh. a half. Ah, that's disgusting. Plus, I I'm not saying Carolina is going to win, but I could definitely see this being a seven point, a three to seven point game for the Saints, especially with your track record of letting up garbage time points. Garbage time points are real bad for us. I'd see McCaffrey busting one open with like minute 30 left on the clock. Backdoor covers don't matter to me. A win's a win. You bet the number, not the team. And I do think the team is a dangerous matchup. They got a good pass rush. You know, both your, you have a really good offensive line, the Saints do. But both the games you lost were games where the, the offensive line kind of struggled a little bit, you know. And then, you know, you got McCaffrey. Don't know if Lattimore's going to play yet. At least last I checked, they might have already announced. I don't know. I don't know. Lattimore doesn't play. That obviously makes things tougher, even though your secondary did step up last week. Four interceptions. I could just see this being a game where the Saints rely on Camaro a lot because of the pass rush, running the ball, screens, whatever, drain a lot of clock. Panthers do the same with McCaffrey. It ends up being a low-scoring seven-point game. Carolina plus nine and a half. I think the Saints win. I think the line being at nine and a half is fucking insane. Too high? Yes. Well, then that's a good bet. It's disgusting, but it's a good bet. <laughs> the team is disgusting. The number I like. <laughs> All right, what's your second pick? My second pick, Jason, 
I didn't have any other ones I liked. Okay. I have four picks. You want one of mine? I There's have, one that stands out a lot to me that I thought you would jump all over. I have five. Oh, oh, what Instagram. is that, Jason? <laughs> I opened my phone know. and Instagram was on. I don't know. I really don't. We could just sneak draft and I'll just take the um, second pick. <laughs> Seattle plus one and a half. I stayed away from that game because my gut says Seattle. So I, my if if my gut is saying Seattle, that means don't bet it. I mean, you just bet it. You got MVP caliber Russell Wilson. <laughs> Going up against a mediocre Eagles team. An Eagles team that I feel like either plays really, really good or really, really I bad, know, and that's I, what scares me. Just shut up. And they're just at home. I'm just – Philly Seattle's going to – but Seattle hasn't been the same team at home. They're, they're, they're better on the road. road team. Okay. That's true. They're a team that comes to your house and kicks your ass. <laughs> <laughs> My second pick, Tyler, is going to be the Green Bay Fudge Packers plus oh. – three over the san francisco 49ers i love this line not even for the points i think green bay just wins outright you think i I don't think the points matter i mean i say that now and if green bay loses by one or two then i'll be like thank god for the points but i just think green bay is a better team i think san francisco a little bit of pretenders they've played cupcakes they lost against the seahawks in a close game Jimmy G, he's a good quarterback. I've said I'm always bouncing back and forth on Jimmy G. I think he's a really good quarterback. I don't think he might be all there yet, obviously, because he's still young. He's still, you know. I just think if I have to pick between Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy G, who's going to win that quarterback duel? I'm going to pick Aaron Rodgers. Now, that's fine. Aaron Rodgers back home. His family's not going to come, but he's back in his (laughs) his northern California home. And I just think I just I just like this. I think the defense is going to startle Jimmy G, and I think I, I like the Packers. I like the Packers a lot. All right, I'm fine with that, Jay. But we look at the 49ers team. Yeah, one of the best teams record-wise in the NFL. Had an easy schedule. Have a quarterback who's putting himself on the map. Mm-hmm. Have a defense that has been great defense, stellar great defense i think we have two really good defenses and going to come back to who's a better quarterback come and down. i think their advanced stats on third down have been fantastic i think they skip third down the most out of any team in the in football they do have a good offense behind a uh, mike shanahan no his son jay shanahan someone shanahan <laughs> jason we're gonna get a head-to-head matchup this week i'm taking san francisco minus three. san francisco minus three really i like i love the packers in this game and maybe that's a reason to bet against it i think with these points they're telling me they view these teams as the same yeah because home team usually yep. gets the three point yeah i think san francisco has the edge i think they're a little bit better so you know what's gonna more happen? well-rounded team you know what's gonna happen what it's gonna be a game-winning field goal for either side and we're just gonna push <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> um I honestly think that's how this game goes. I think it's going to be like a three-point game, or it's going to be something stupid. Well, no, nah, I'd be fine. I really wouldn't be surprised with the push, but whatever. I've been on the 49ers of Pretenders train for quite some time, so I'm sticking to it. And going, But I also think I said Green Bay's a little bit of Pretender, too, but now they're contenders in my eyes. I think Aaron Rodgers is I just falling off flop. the map. I think he had an MVP start, and he's not the same Aaron Rodgers we all, we all thought we knew. <laughs> I think the Niners bring out shitty Aaron Rodgers this week. My last pick, my third and final pick, to carry on with the trend, Ty. Carry on my way Do you know that? Have you noticed the trend I'm going with my pick so far? My two picks. It's not. It's not complex. They're both underdogs. Can you stop singing? I'm 
This is honestly making me a little upset. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I'm going with another underdog. I'm taking the dogs. The the dog. Oh, oh, oh. oh there you have it. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys plus six and a half against the New England Patriots. How much? Plus six and a half. I'm taking my Carolina Reaper team against the best team in football, the best dynasty in American sports history, probably besides the Celtics team that won like 12 titles in 14 years. I just think that it's going to be a close game. I think Dallas is going to lose, but I think they're only going to lose by four. Jason? Yes. Absolutely hate your picks this week. I love my picks. That is another disgusting You just pick. said you liked Carolina, the number, plus nine and a half. That is, but I still hate it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I still hate it. And that is a disgusting pick. That's fine, the man. The Cowboys? You're betting on the Cowboys? I'm betting on the Cowboys. On Dak? Who's I'm- been overperforming like a motherfucker and making me sound silly from preseason talk about Dak? <laughs> me too, because they're my bet Carolina on Reaper team. I still can't bet on them. Hey, man. Patriots have a good defense. Yes. Tom Brady, little old. Their offense kind of sucks. Kind of sucks now. That's not, that's not a surprise. It's going to be a low scoring score prediction. Well, it's not, it's not going to be low scoring, but it's not going to be high scoring. It's going to be 24 21 Patriots. Six and a half covers. You bet the number, not the team. That's fine. That's your picks. My fourth pick, if I had to make one, was Tampa Bay plus four and a half against the Falcons. I know I say never bet on a game that the Falcons <laughs> are involved in, and that's why they're my fourth pick, my reserve pick. There is no reason the Atlanta Falcons should be favored. I'm sorry. They had two good games, and now they're going to come crashing back down to earth. I take that plus four and a half every day of the week. That was my stay away game, but when I looked at it, I thought Tampa Bay was minus four and a half. I'll be honest. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But. So I lo- I just glanced at it and I was like, I'm not betting either of those teams. <laughs> if I would have realized the numbers, I probably would have bet one of those teams. But it is what it is. My picks three and a week coming inbound. Your picks are disgusting. I have I never have money on my picks, but I always take them very seriously when I'm watching football on Sunday or at least following the scores. I'm like, I gotta win these. We're games. training for the Superbook. Oh, we're dude. If we get some crowdfunding, only have to pay like hundred dollars out of pocket. If you crowdfund. We promise to not pay you out any of the winnings. Some of the winnings. Yeah, how about that? You want to? We'll, we're gonna have to get like. I'll double documents. your investment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do they get a percent? No, not a percentage. Yeah, they just get a doubled investment. Whatever you invest, go ahead and double that. Put it back in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ty. Um, other games going on this week. Obviously, Green Bay, San Francisco, we talked about that. That's like the marquee game. I think that's a Sunday night game. Sunday night head-to-head showdown. Um, Colts-Texans, I think that's going to be a good one. That's actually tomorrow. Today is the time you're listening to this. Oh, that is going to be a good game. Dolphins-Browns. Browns Browns were like 12-point favorites, 11.5-point favorites, which is ridiculous. That's a game you just don't bet on. Yeah. If my life depended on it, I don't touch that game. Because the Dolphins will either get shit-pumped or it'll be a close game, and I just don't know which way it's going to go. Dolphins, sneaky team, sneakiest team in the it's NFL. Fitzpatrick, man, sneakiest team in the NFL. Lions, Redskins intrigued me. Uh, I think the Redskins are, for some reason, like not getting credit for being really bad. I feel like, like everyone talks about the Bengals and the Dolphins and like the Jets. I give plenty of credit. I just feel like the Redskins don't like their their betting lines aren't as good. Like they're not as indicative of a really bad team. I feel like. You don't see very many huge lines with the Redskins. And I could be wrong about that, but that's just how I feel. What was their line this week? I think like two and a half. Like something crazy. Um, Three and a half. 
Exactly. And it opened at one and a half. Denver, Buffalo, um, I feel like those are two teams that are very similar. Um, they both have good defenses. I think Denver, Buffalo could be a big time fucking the Buffalo Bills up, like their playoff chance. I think they could lose to the Broncos. I absolutely could too. I Like I said, I think they're the same team. They're good defenses, mediocre quarterbacks. So I think they both have Allen in their name. They both have decent running. They both have good running games, Philip Lindsay and then Josh Allen and whoever the running back is. I just feel like it's going to be a snooze fest. I don't think they're the same team. I think the Bills are better, but I think the Bills could lose and really fuck themselves here. Like, they are getting handed a playoff opportunity. I don't know what the over-under in this game is, but I won't. 35. 37. Oh no, 37 and a half now moved up. That's low. That's still really low. And I feel like I would take it 10 days out of 10. <laughs> Just 20 points from each team. That's all you need. And I, I don't know if it'll hit. I'll be honest. You know what the weather in Buffalo is going to be like, Ty? Oh, is it going to be cold? I don't know. Let's look. It's been raining here in Southern California. How does that affect Buffalo? Actually, it's going to be 42 degrees. With a, it's going to be cold, but no rain or anything. But you figure 42 degrees, that's real cold. Denver Broncos are used to that. <laughs> They're both used to it. <laughs> um, Giants, Bears, couldn't care less about that. It'll be interesting to see what the Bears do with the quarterback position. If Trubisky's really injured or if it's they're done with them. Seahawks, Eagles, touched on that. Falcons, Buccaneers, touched on that. Steelers, Bengals, again, couldn't care less about this game. <laughs> I could see this being a game where the Bengals maybe sneak off a win. No way. I just, I'm just, i saying maybe. They mess up the tank and they win somehow. No way. I'm just, just saying maybe. No, I'm saying no way. Okay. Then why didn't you bet the Steelers? I should have. I don't know what, the, what was their line. It was probably too high for me, Jason. I don't think it was Six very high. Six and a half? Not comfortable with that. Titan. Quarterback may have another concussion. <laughs> Titans-Jaguars, the classic AFC South matchup that I will never touch in a betting line because you don't know. The AFC South, you just never know what's going to happen. It was my second pick when I wrote it down, and I looked at it again, and I was like, nope. You, you never know what's going to happen. It's a coin flip. It really is. The Titans really are the most unpredictable team in the NFL with the Dolphins. The Jaguars are also kind of unpredictable, too. They've had some like decent games and then some shitty games, and then Nick Foles is back, so you're like, oh, is Nick Foles going to have a big game? I don't know. I don't know either. Cowboys-Patriots. Patriots are going to win by four. I just realized the Patriots are at home in this game. That's all right. Patriots are going to win by four. <laughs> and uh, Monday night, Ravens-Rams. That's going to be a very fun shit-kicking. I don't think the Rams are close in this game at all. I really don't. Bold prediction, Monday night football. Yeah. This is throwing it back to the Rams-Chiefs Monday night football game. You think it's going to be high scoring? I think Jared Goff pulls the game out of his ass. <laughs> and I think we get 80 points this game. Marcus Peters. Do you think he intercepts Jared Goff? Pick six, baby. That would be awesome. Let's get some more points on the board. That would be awesome. I, I think the Rams, even though the Rams, I think, are not terrible at defending the run. I just, they're, I'm sorry, but. It's going to be a shit-kicking, dude. It's going to be an absolute shit-kicking. 30-7. to seven. I think, yeah, bare, bare minimum, I know the fucking Ravens are going to put up 40. I think the Rams could. After thinking the Ravens are pretenders, I think it's time I give them their due credit, Ty. They really do. They're a goddamn good team. Now, that was a lot of football talk. That this is, is a very dense podcast this we're week. We're at 50. It's long. I said it was packed at the beginning of the show. Baseball, Astros, dirty little cheaters. Dirty, dirty little sluts. Have I not said that they could be potentially cheating? I don't remember that. It wasn't about hitting, but remember I was like, oh, everyone that goes to the Astros, suddenly their spin rate oh goes up and their, <laughs> and their ERA goes down. I said, allegedly cheating? Turns out you were right for the completely wrong reason. We don't know if the pitchers aren't cheating either. I mean, it would be hilarious if we found out the pitchers were cheating. 
I think either way, it's hilarious with how verbal Justin Verlander's been about, oh, stealing Sign signs stealing. and shit. That's why he's been so verbal about it. He hasn't said shit. I don't even think he went on after he won his Cy Young. I don't think he even tweeted or anything about it. Yeah, because they all, they know, they're fucking, I hate cussing on this podcast. I don't know why. I just feel dirty when I do it. They know they're they're in deep. I mean, I literally the John Boy has been posting video after video of the banging. Oh, it's been terrible, dude. And I was like, it putting can't their be, shit on blast. I was like, it can't be that bad. They're they're raising the audio levels. So I did the trick. I searched at Houston twenty seventeen. Went to like the seventh inning. Kid you not, the very first ad bat I watched, I heard the bang. Like I heard them the, doing the banging, and I was like, dude, how did no one notice this? Not only that, did you see? I think it was Jose Altuve, Correa, and it was another. Players. Oh, their home road splits. Oh my god. Yeah, home road splits. He was batting like four hundred at at fucking home, like point oh six on the road. Yeah, I mean it's just, and to be completely like honest, I wouldn't be surprised if they're not the only team. That's doing this, or at least doing this in some capacity. I mean, the Red Sox got busted for their Apple Watch. I know the Yankees got busted for something a few years ago. Not nearly as bad, but... No, this one's pretty fucking bad. I mean, I just wouldn't be surprised if there's other teams that are trying to get an edge in the similar way. I know the Dodgers, they didn't get in trouble, but they were using... Uh, this is like two years ago. They were using like range finders to position the outfielders. I don't know if you ever heard about that. They just MLB just told them not to do it. They didn't get in trouble. It's not really cheating. It was though. pretty much like, yeah, they'd look at the heat map, the spray charts, and they'd be like, okay, you know, so-and-so hits it 40 feet to the right and 20 feet from the wall on average. So they would use a range finder to pinpoint exactly where like 40 feet, 20 feet was and tell the outfielders to stand there. They can't. I mean, I guess that's using an electronic device in some yeah. way, but they didn't get in trouble. They just told them not to do it. Yeah, I guess. Because I feel like you could just go out before the game and, like, place markers or something. Yeah. I think you could do that That manually. was the thing. They were doing, like, electronic markers or something like that. But they didn't They didn't get any, like, sanction, any trouble. That's weird. But Astros, man, I don't know. The punishment, Major League Baseball, this is going to set a precedent. I don't know what they're going to do, man. I don't I, – I, I could see them maybe vacating the World Series title. I sure as hell hope they don't recognize the Dodgers as World Series champions. That would be embarrassing. I hope they don't. I'd be pissed if they were like, the Dodgers are now your champions. <laughs> I'd be so That'd pissed. be real embarrassing. It's just, yeah, it's, I don't. At this point, you just, nothing, vacate it. Big ass asterisks next to that fucking World Series win. I think either way, that's going to be there now. But in terms of suspensions, now, you know, can you suspend a player two years after maybe the manager you could probably suspend. The GM you could probably suspend. You know, the players. That organization's obviously going to get a hefty fine. It, yeah, it'd be proving which players did it, or are they just a byproduct of like upper management wanting them to do it? You exactly. Know what I mean? And then if you do that and you suspend a lot of their fucking key players, that that'll be huge. That's fucking their season completely. Which maybe you need to do that, but I don't think they will take away draft picks. I think absolutely draft picks. What was it? Joe Adele was in the Braves system, wasn't he? Kevin Maiton. I know. Was that who it Ke- is? It was, they, it was like a number one they draft over prospect. Their, it was their international. It was a top international prospect. The Braves like went over their money or like were using illegal scouting, doing something, so they made him forfeit him, and the Angels signed him. Do you think anything happens? I could see them having to forfeit maybe international money. Um any top prospects or any something like that it depends it, it maybe if it's international but drafting wise if they're already drafted i think that's kind of unfair to the prospect too probably but, but i they're I, gonna get I, fucked i think they'd it'd have to be future draft picks and future international money you have to take that away from them 
I saw one Dodger fan saying they should not be able to play in the playoffs in the next two years. I was like, that's just stupid. Like, why are they going to have a team play 162 <laughs> games if they can't make the playoffs? Yeah. Like, that's just especially it, a team that won so many games as they did this year. Probably going to be one of the best teams in the American League. Yeah, yeah it's just going to ruin the competitive of the game. Here's a wild idea. This would never happen. What if <laughs> every well, I don't know who they would determine. Let's say they take like every player. <laughs> this would be so fucking cool. Every player that was involved in that 2017 team, and they say, "You guys like have to release them." And it's like a it's it's a uh, it's like what is it called a um an expansion draft. So they go to the worst team in the league last year, the Detroit Tigers, and they say, "Okay, Tigers, you can pick any one of these players. Do you want any of them?" And if they want one, they could take them for the exact same contract they are currently on, or whatever. And then if they don't want it, it just goes up the order from, like, the worst teams to the best teams and just make them all spread out across the league. I don't know who would replace the Astros, like, who would, but that'd be cool. That'd be fucking awesome. I'm all for it. And the Angels had a bad record, so they might snag. Maybe not, like, a big guy. They might get, like, a Yuli Gurriel. Maybe was it Lance McCullers who was injured? Yeah. Maybe just take on Granky's contract. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. But, yeah, just an organization that, man, they had the whole scandal. They brought in Ozuna, who's a woman beater, and after saying, you know, they hold high priorities, said they were going to fix his, you know, fix him, whatever. Then the, the assistant GM goes and says, thank God we got Ozuna to those girls. They had the whole trash can incident. Like they've had other shitty, couple yeah, years ago. The whole the racist, racist thing. The uh, Darvish. They just seem like a shitty franchise, honestly. They're bad people. I hate having them in our division, Jay. And, I mean, the Cardinals, they were even involved in controversy when the Cardinals were, like, stealing their information. Why were they steal- trying to steal their information? Probably to prove that they were cheaters. I'm going to get ahead of that narrative. Ooh. Cardinals were cheating to prove other people were cheating. They were trying to be, like, Robin Hood. I, I don't know if that – steal from the rich to give <laughs> sure. to the poor. I don't know. <laughs> they were they – were, I don't know, man. It's It sucks. But I Especially because the Dodgers lost to them. Yeah, I also love that this is so close to home for both of us that we can both shit talk them. <laughs> it's a fucked up year 2017 World Series. Who yeah. knows? Maybe the Angels are a playoff team if they weren't cheating in 2017. <laughs> I think you were close to 500. You never know. You never know, Jay. It's just, man. And like I see uh, Ace of Spader. Have you ever seen that guy on Twitter? He's like the stats guy. No. Um, He's like defending the – it's so stupid. I'm, he's like defending the Astros because he has like a tight connection with Lance McCullers. So he's like – well, they're not the only team that does this. If you think they're the only team. And then he he tweeted a thing, like a poll. He's like, what do you think the reasons are for this, for the Astros, this scandal? And it's like, oh, the steroid era, the juice balls, blah, blah, blah. Or the Astros just cheating, whatever it was. And he was like, it's not the Astros cheating. It's a byproduct of the MLB juicing the balls and the steroid era. And they're just trying to get a competitive advantage because MLB has been creating competitive advantages for the hitters and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, shut up. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but... Like, he's just making excuses because he has a connection to McCullers. And I'm just like, come on, man. Such a bitch. Like, I'm just, honestly, I would have felt bad for Alex Bregman if he won MVP. Why? They would have fucking roasted his ass oh, yeah. on social media. I mean, oh, yeah. it would have been ugly. It would have been great. It would have <laughs> been ugly. Um, I mean, and to say, like, I don't have any problem with stealing signs. I think when pitchers get pissed, like Verlander, when someone steals signs, like at second base, like... That's part, that's of, the part game. of the game. That's why you give signs. But when using like literally cameras in a setup and like a track, like that's just, that's ridiculous, man. Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, it's fine if you're stealing signs. Otherwise, why wouldn't the catcher just be like, hey, fastball, <laughs> you have signs for a reason and yeah. the other team are going to try and figure those out. That's fine. Yeah. You can't be using fucking cameras to check shit and communicate with the hitters. Yeah. And there's, 
it's absurd. There's more coming out too about like there was like an email the scouts sent out or something about something I don't know the exact uh the exact like what it was, but there there's just been a lot coming out of the Astro system. And I think Nolan Ryan actually left the organization like 2 weeks before this or a few days before this broke. Really? I think. I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure he left the organization. He left the organization. Nolan Ryan leaves Houston Astros following front office shakeup. MLB legend Nolan Ryan has parted ways with the Houston Astros after recent changes in the front office. So, I don't know when this was. Here's the kicker. Oh, Reed Ryan, who's been president since 2013, son of Nolan Ryan. I guess Reed Ryan was replaced, so Nolan Ryan left too. And this was on, like, November 7th, November 8th. And the whole sign scandal came out when? A few days after that? Jesus. So, maybe Nolan Ryan knew? Well, it wouldn't, want to, wouldn't want to tarnish his good reputation. <laughs> it sucks, man. I'm bummed out as a Dodger fan. I think they just got to throw the rule book at him. And I think <laughs> you make him non-competitive and the Angels make the playoffs because of this. There you go. Yeah, just make them give up all their people. Or make them give up all their people to a new expansion team, possibly in Orlando, with no stadium and there's no, no fans it's be or a while. desire yeah. or... I think it's the Orlando Magic uh, owner wants to create a new team. Orlando. Orlando. Yeah, the Orlando Magic owner, the one that owns the basketball. Orlando. Orlando Magic co-founder announces Orlando Dreamers. (laughs) You were leaving out the R and it was fucking with me. Oh. Um, (laughs) Effort to bring a team to Orlando, the Orlando Dreamers, where I just was. Um, This is stupid. You already have two teams in Florida that no one really cares about, not even well, Florida people. Here's here's a fun fact, Jason. What's your fun fact, Ty? Jason, combined, combined Tampa Bay and Miami's average attendance is still worse than the league. <laughs> is good for tenth. <laughs> combined, there's ten teams that get more average attendance per game than these two uh, these two Florida teams. And that's only because Tampa Bay was actually good this year. If they're not good, then that goes way down. Yeah, and again, Tampa Bay was good this year. They were 29th. Miami was 30th. (laughs) (laughs) They don't need another Florida team. I do want to see the MLB expand, honestly. I would love to see two more teams come in the league, one AL, one NL. Make it football set up. Four divisions each um, league. I've seen, yeah, I've seen multiple ways. If there's 32 teams, yeah, four, four team divisions. I've seen one where it's like... I don't know. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was some intricate system this guy drew out. And I was like, oh, that actually sounds like a good idea. But so we decided to do three cities we would rather see get a baseball team than Orlando because Orlando doesn't need one. And we came up with three names for each city team. City tie. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> three cities with team names. Three team names each. And we didn't talk about it beforehand, so we might have uh, overlapping answers here. I don't think the team names will be over. That'd be pretty cool if we had the same team names. Do you want to go first or second? Jason? I think Tennessee deserves the team. Okay, I didn't have Tennessee. Jason. They got what, football? And that's it? I think they got football. That's it. Okay. I think they need a baseball team. Jason, what's a great pickup line on women? Are you a Tennessee? Are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only 10 I see. You're the only 10 I see, Jason? Yeah. Team name Dimes. I like that a lot. Tennessee Dimes. I like that a lot, dude. That sounds fucking great, doesn't I it? I might go to my Diamond Dynasty after we're done recording our podcast and change my team name to the Tennessee Dimes. That's a fucking great name. It just came to me out of nowhere. It's like one of those things that comes to you in the middle of the sleep. <laughs> in the middle of the sleep. Whatever. 
<laughs> Other names, Jason. I don't like this one as much. The boots, because I feel like Tennessee is like a like a country thing. It, it absolutely. You don't feel like it's a country thing. Ty, it is a country thing. And with that again, the G strings. Now, two <laughs> things here. It'd be hilarious to have a team named the G strings. And I think Tennessee is the home of the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Could completely be wrong about this, but G strings on a guitar. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think, is Cleveland. Might be. Tennessee's the the home of rock and roll. Then. The home. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in <laughs> Cleveland. I said I could be completely wrong. I feel like Tennessee is a guitar place. Tennessee is uh, the heart of the country music country scene. Country music scene, acoustic guitars, G-strings. <laughs> they actually have the Tennessee Titans, the Memphis Grizzlies. I forgot about Memphis. Is Memphis in Tennessee? I feel so stupid. Yeah, Memphis, Tennessee. That sounds right. Nashville, Predators, hockey. So they have everything but baseball. They need baseball. They also and they have need the Tennessee Dimes. Ten- Memphis FC, Memphis Express, AF. Wasn't that my team in the AF? What? The Memphis Express? Yeah. No. Mine. That was mine. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. That league was around for six weeks. My first uh, city tie. I cover this city now, so I just thought they need a baseball team. Mm. The New Orleans city of New Orleans. I don't know what <laughs> You're going to say New there. Orleans Saints. <laughs> I mean, I, did you know New Orleans is only a five-hour drive from Houston? Really? did not know it was that close. Yeah. Because I was like, I looked up like... That makes me feel better about the Pelicans being in the West. But still, it's... It's absurd, but it makes I, me feel I better. I think they're just like... The Pelicans are the team that's in the in-between where they're literally... They're like, ah, fuck it. They're the closest West of all the East Coast teams. So they're like, well, you're the team that, you know, <laughs> loses out on this. But um, the one good thing about that is they don't have bad East Coast trips. Cause it's, it's true. They're you, right there. Anyways, New Orleans could use a baseball team. Don't know how successful it'd be, but I'd like to see... I like to see it there. I get to cover them. First team name. I did the New Orleans Otters. I looked up most Ooh. most likely, not most likely, most uh, common animals in New Orleans. It said otters, so the New Orleans okay. Otters. Some N O O action. Go with the Ooh. Pelicans. No. <laughs> Second one, the New Orleans Saints. Did you know it, it is based in Catholicism? What the Saints name? Is it? It's about like the Saints go marching in song. It's like a Catholicism thing. I looked it up. Okay. So I went with the New Orleans Popes. We're taking it one better from the Saints. I love it. I don't know if that's allowed. I don't know if the Pope would be upset about that. I mean, he blessed the Saints a couple weeks ago, so I'm <laughs> so fine with he it. He would bless the Pope. You get the New Orleans Popes first game franchise. You get the Pope to come out and throw the first pitch. Beautiful. He blesses the ball with holy water. And finally, the New Orleans Hurricanes. Ooh, that is <laughs> very dicey. <laughs> I don't think I need to explain that one. That is very dicey, Jason. We're going to move on. <laughs> Sorry to everyone in New Orleans. Jason, my second city. Yes. The city that never sleeps is New York, but it should be this city. Las Vegas? Las Vegas. I was thinking that too, but I thought you might put it, so I didn't put it. I did They do it. have a minor league team. They do. But fuck the minor league team. Take them away. Well, I mean, they could still have a minor league and a major league team. Yeah, they could just call them the Summerlin because they're technically in Summerlin. But continue. The Las Vegas Dirty Little Slots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Red Lights. Okay. Well, all the red lights on the has, strip? It has to do with prostitution. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that what that song, Roxanne, Don't Turn Out the Red Light, is? Yes. <laughs> wow. I never knew that. <laughs> like the Red Light District. Have you ever heard of that? No. It's I've heard of it. Don't prost- know what it is. Yeah, it's a prostitution thing. Interesting. Favorite and, uh, thing to do on GTA 4 when I was like 10 years old was pick up prostitutes. I'm pretty sure that's every 10 years old. I know you listen to this, Mom. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Jason, the Las Vegas busts. Because it'd be hilarious to think of like, oh, bust. But also like, ah, oh, bust. And 
Like a nice chest? What? Like a like a Oh, that too. It, it's it's very Vegas. I was thinking like gambling when you bust. Oh. Las Vegas blackjacks? Las Vegas jacks. You could just go Vegas jacks, Vegas queens, Vegas kings, Vegas aces. You already have the aces, the basketball team. Oh, that's true. The Las Vegas MGM team sponsored by MGM. Las Vegas Lions. Where is Caesar sponsored from? Sponsored by MGM. Caesar's Roman. Las Vegas Romans. Roman swipes. <laughs> <laughs> My second t- city is a uh, hipster city. A city by the name of Portland. Oh, you motherfucker. Was that your third yeah, one? Yeah, it was my third one. My team names for Portland. First, Beavers. Again, looked up the most popular animal. And like there's it. actually a former minor league team called the Portland Beavers, so I'm just ahead of the curve. Okay. Second team name. Uh, the the Trailblazers are known from like people blazing trails. I looked that up. So like explorers blazing trails. <laughs> So I thought of, like, who's the best trailblazer in American history, Ty? Davy Crockett. Sacagawea. Okay. <laughs> the Portland Sacagaweas. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. Probably get in trouble for cultural appropriation yeah. with the like logo the and everything. And... It's not as bad as the Redskins, but it's it's close. And then the third name, I was surprised by this. Portland is actually the city with the highest strip club per capita. Wow. I thought it was because there's that Drake song, Houston, Atlanta, Texas, or Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. That's what it is. It's like supposed to be the three cities with the most strip clubs. But in terms of strip club per capita, Google said it was Portland. So I went with the Portland Poles. Love it. Some alliteration. Alliteration always works. I like it. I like it a lot. Thank you, Ty. Jason, Portland is a little hipster town. Yes, it is. We're going with Portland Pot Leafs. <laughs> there you go. They just be forward thinking. The blazer, you blazing, and you pot leaves. Well, let me get to that, Jason. Okay, okay. Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> <laughs> you know how fucking great that would be to have two Portland Trailblazers? <laughs> It'd be pretty great. It's literally just the basketball jerseys with sleeves. <laughs> that would be so funny. I like that a lot. Portland Pines. I feel like there's a lot of trees out there. Yeah. Portland Pines. The Portland Pines. I like that, Ty. I don't know if there's pine trees, though. There's got to be pine trees in Portland. My third one's a little sleeper one. I just looked up major, uh, 10 cities that deserve a team on Bleacher Report just to look. We could we could circle back to that. My third team, it's a sleeper. I don't know if people talk about this city needing a team. It's actually in one of the 22 states, I think. 23 states without a professional sports team. Can Ooh, you believe that? There's 23 states? Yes. The one wow. I'm going with is one of those in Nebraska, home of the College World Series. So we know there's the, a baseball the following Huskers. there. Omaha. 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 That's a little... A little uh, different outside the box so the first one omaha you know it's known for the fields okay just the omaha corn <laughs> omaha it. corn just the omaha corn i like it yellow jerseys oh dude like yellow green pants <laughs> i guess that's just like the a's the reverse a's but <laughs> pretty much reverse yeah and you know how much i love the a's colors you do and i hate them i think they're the worst jerseys <laughs> in baseball i think they're the best going off the prairie theme the omaha prairie dogs Ooh. A little woof woof. That sounds like a minor league team, but that'd be nice. I think the Prairie Dogs are a minor league team. And then finally, I looked up the state animal or the state insect. The state insect of Nebraska is the honeybees. And I thought that's a cool name. The Omaha honeybees. Honeybees. There's the Salt Lake buzz, Bees. Buzz. The Angels AAA. The honeybees. What about these cities, Ty? Brooklyn. Would you like to see a baseball team in Brooklyn? I would not. No, I don't need another New York team. Louisville, Kentucky. Kentucky? Okay. The louisville sanders see the thing with the reason just the like those middle states don't have teams they're not gonna have enough money to be competitive 
San the Jose. Yeah. San Jose. Eh. We have too many in California. Oklahoma City. There is a AAA team, the Oklahoma City Dodgers, but I wouldn't mind Oklahoma oh, City. I feel like they could uh, hold up a baseball Just name team. them the Lightning. The Lightning Ooh. and the Thunder. On one of my favorite part of my take to shout out another podcast things that I've ever heard is uh, this is like two years ago. PFT said he bet the Thunder and then the Tampa Bay Lightning the same night. That way the whole night he could just go lightning in the thunder <laughs> like when he was watching them. And it's fantastic. Memphis slash Nashville, Tennessee. San Antonio, Texas. Okay. They mentioned Vegas. I didn't mention that one. I don't know if we need another Texas team. Portland, Oregon. Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh. Well, okay. Or Omaha. Or I, New Orleans. I like Omaha. I like New Orleans. Portland. OKC was a good idea. Yeah. Portland for sure. What was the other one? Oh, Vegas. I had Tennessee. Oh, yeah, Tennessee, Vegas, and Portland. So, yeah, let us know which team name you like the best. I'm thinking Tennessee Dimes. <laughs> I, I think so, too. That was honestly my favorite. And then awards. This is the first one. I really I got rid of that way too quick. I should have <laughs> saved that. <laughs> awards. I mean, we could touch on it. Mike Trout, MVP. Cody Bellinger, MVP. MVP. Great time to be within the lines. Our two teams won MVPs. Southern California, taking them home. I would say I think Ryu was robbed. I was a little I pissed. I don't think he was robbed. I think I'm fine with... I'm fine with DeGrom winning, but the manner in which... one vote? Yeah, that pissed me off. S- and ERA it was an leader? LA voter. It was an LA voter, too. ERA leader, one vote? Yeah. That's insane. I would have been fine if it was like, you know, like the Bregman-Trout, where yeah. Bregman, I think, got like 14. Yeah. One vote? Did him dirty, which I love, because his price just went down. He's actually, I read a thing, he's only looking for like a three, four-year deal. I wouldn't be surprised if the Dodgers fucking just end just up re-signing him. him. They re-signed Rich Hill with all his blister issues. Why wouldn't they re-sign? They paid Rich Hill 18 mil. Why wouldn't they pay Ryu 25 mil over three, four years? Yeah. If they don't get Cole or Strasburg. I don't think they're in the market for Strasburg. Rookie of the year, Pete Alonso. The only correct prediction from our preseason prediction. Oh, no, you Excuse got DeGrom. Me? You're right. I didn't get DeGrom. Okay, Mike Trout. We both yeah. got that. That equalizes. Didn't you pick DeGrom? No, you picked Nola. Nola. Wait. I picked DeGrom, I think. No, I don't think you did. I think I picked DeGrom. I think I said going back to back. You might have. <laughs> and I'm so pissed off about it, and I think I was right. We were going to have to look that up after the show, but I think I went. I think I got both the New York Mets right. Wild. And MVP, I got it right. It was a Dodger. Wrong player. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, that means you had three picks correct, Jason. It's pretty good. Who's A.L. Cy Young? Oh, I picked Aaron fucking Sanchez. Oh, my God. <laughs> Verlander beat Cole, which I was surprised. I but. I wasn't too shocked just because I feel like Verlander had the bigger, better regular season. Cole just kind of had that postseason steam, and then you always see people like, oh, why didn't Anthony Rendon win MVP? He had a great postseason. Not realizing that they vote before the postseason. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's stupid, Ty? The NCAA. The NCAA stands for stupid. <laughs> I don't know. They're assholes. Um, it stands for um, numbnuts corrupting athletic athletes. Athletic athletes. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking assholes. Yeah, it's bad. James Wiseman. Cousin of James Winston. No. <laughs> I don't think so. They have similar names. <laughs> he was suspended 12 games earlier this year, Jason. Oh, no, he was not. He was suspended earlier this year. Memphis basketball player. Projected number one overall draft pick for basketball. Yes. 
suspended for accepting money during high school to move his family to a new high school. I think the money was accepted by the current Memphis coach, though. That's the one reason why it was connected, but yes. Well, yeah, so, yeah, but at the time, he wasn't the coach of Memphis. He was the coach of a high school team. Yeah. And he paid for that player to transfer to his high school. Yeah. A little shady. Yeah. It, it is what it is. He but, accepted I mean, money. That was and in it's, high school. It's, he's not it, an NCAA athlete yet. It was in high school. And not only that, it's not like he was like, oh, here's a new car. Just paid for the family's moving expenses to get him there. It's yeah. not like you're spending money. He just paid for the expenses. Yeah. NCAA suspended him 12 games, and he now has to donate $11,000 to charity before he can play. Essentially, finding a player they refuse to play, refuse to pay, finding him $12,000. Yeah, so it says the punishment stems from two violations. His mother, his mother accepting the money from Penny Hardaway, who is now the Memphis coach, wasn't back then, in the summer of 2017. And I guess he played three games this season while being ineligible. Don't know what made him ineligible, but... It's just ridiculous, man. They are such fucking assholes. How do you say, no, we cannot pay you to be professional athletes, but at the same time, find him as if he's a professional athlete? Well, he was in high school, nonetheless. Before he was in college, it was his junior year. I don't know, man. And they fine him $12,000, and their get around, oh, we're not finding him, is donated charity. Either way, that's coming out of his pocket. That is now a college athlete who cannot take out a loan, who cannot borrow money because he'll get suspended for that. Yeah. Has to find a way to pay $12,000 to a charity before he can play. According to the NCAA's repayment guidelines, payment may be spread throughout the duration of student athlete's eligibility, but must be completed prior to the student athlete's last regular season date or of competition or contest. So I don't know like what the rules are in the draft, but what if he just says like, no. Like, is there, do you sign a contract as a student athlete? I think he can, well, I think in order for him to come back, he has to do that. But what if he just says, fuck it? That's what I'm saying. What I if think, he's like, I'm going to get drafted anyways. Fuck you guys. I'm not paying you. That's what I'm saying. I think he can just sit out and be like, all right, fuck you. I'm sitting out the rest of this year. Everyone knows I'm good. I'm going to be a lottery pick. Fuck you. You know, some boosters just going to give him money to pay it off probably, but. But that's the thing, is if the booster gives him money, can he get in trouble for that because yeah. he's accepting money? Yeah, is he? he's not allowed to even take out a credit card loan, tie. He's not allowed to take money from the bank to pay this off. He has to go work somewhere. He's, he's got to go, work. Go flip burgers and 80 make, hours a week while also playing for... Uh, yeah, while trying to balance competitive basketball yeah. so he can go make the NCAA millions and billions of dollars. Exactly. He's going to go make them money in March Madness and on the tournaments and all the TV things. But no, fuck him. <laughs> Absolutely fucking insane. Dude, I don't think the NCAA will be around in like 10, 15 years. I honestly don't. I, I hope to God they're not. They're a joke. Yeah. They're one of the most corrupt corporations yeah. on the planet. And I don't even think that's up for... like. And Well, the thing is, if the schools just all banded... Because it's like an optional... You know, like schools don't have to be in the NCAA. Yeah. It's just one of those things where everyone is. So you want to be in it. Like, if every... You know, Power Five school was like, look, fuck this. We're going to go create our own thing where we pay the students and everything. Like, I know there's like Title IX laws. I don't know if that's state or government laws where you have to have equal opportunity for female athletes with male athletes. That's a big hurdle in paying these athletes because obviously the star quarterback is going to make a lot more in endorsements than, you know, a woman's golf player. But you have to kind of try to level it out. 
I don't know the exact legality of that, but like, I think they can easily just uh, the big schools can like band together, create their own thing, and just be like, dude, this is ridiculous. But then again, would the big schools even do that? Because then they just don't get the blame. They're like, hey, this is NCAA doing it, not us. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, they're they're you know blame free right now. Yeah. Well, NCAA is the assholes. We're just we're just part of the NCAA. And I mean, yeah, I think college athletics, even at the college level, I mean, I don't even know if I should say this, but eh, I'll say what I say. So we had a, in my sports marketing class, we had a guest speaker. I don't want to say his name or his exact role, but he's just, he works with Fullerton in some capacity in the athletics. And he was saying how he worked for a professional team and he didn't like the professional team because they did all the work, but the players get all the money. You know what I mean? Like the front office and everything. They do all this work, all this groundwork, but all like 90% of the money goes to the athletes. So he was like, so instead I would like, you know, I like, I wanted to go to college so I can help the next generation and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, you didn't. You pretty much just said you were mad that the players were getting all the money because they're the ones that are driving the money in the college or in professional. So you went to college where you don't have to pay the players so you can make more. Like <laughs> all the money, that's goes what to you guys. just said. Like, I'm sure he has some good intentions of helping the next generation, but you, literally you admitted was. that it was money. Like you said yeah. that in your pre- preface. <laughs> so that's hilarious. Yeah. I was like, when he said that in class, I wanted to raise my hand and be like, what? But I didn't want to get in trouble. Such a broken fucking just system in general. It's absurd. It's bullshit. It is. It, it's, it is. I mean, knowing their rules, even if they work, they'll probably get in trouble. They're making money off their own likeness of working at a store. And I literally don't know, like, what their rules are. If he can go to the bank and take out a loan. You know what he needs to do, Ty? He needs to go apply to Domino's. And, you know, he's well-known in the Memphis area, so the mem- they're going to hire him. He needs to go make one pizza delivery. And in that pizza delivery, he so happens to get tipped $12,000. Anonymously. Well, yeah, he's working, and the guy just wanted to tip him a lot. How are you going to bust him for that? That's- they will. Fair wage. It's going to get taxed on it. So you're going to have to tip them like $20,000. Yeah. Or you just do it under the table. That's big time. <laughs> Not going to work. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> then you get in trouble with the IRS. Um, movies. movies. Charlie's though, Angels bombed. Didn't even know that movie came out. So I could see why it bombed. Biggest bomb of the box office this week. I wanted to throw it in here. Because there was a bunch of controversy why? surrounding it and i'll get to it movie made 21 million dollars on its opening week on a 75 million dollar budget not including their marketing and everything oh yeah so they probably need to make 100 million dollars minimum probably more yeah and typically second week is about 50 percent of opening week oh no yeah they're screwed they fucking bombed i think the thing like if you don't make your money back at least on opening weekend like you got to be clear. You're done. Otherwise, you're not yeah. even yet breaking even. Yeah. $21 million opening week, $75 million budget. <laughs> now, the creator of Charlie's Angel, I believe she wrote and directed it. Um, I her, know where this is going. Her name's fucking, I can't think of her name right now. Elizabeth, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Banks? Sounds familiar. Don't know, but it sounds familiar. She's in it. She went on Twitter and ranted that the issue with it was that. It's sexist? People don't want to go and see female action movies. Um. Now. She said you can have, because everyone gave her shit for like rebooting the franchise. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, you can have, she's a, you know, 53 Spider-Man movies and those are fine. But a female led action movie isn't going to make any money. 
Tyler, you ever heard of a movie called Captain Marvel? Jason, have you ever heard of a movie called Wonder Woman? Granted, those get the superhero like uh, push just because they're. Um... But there's definitely some examples. You ever hear of a uh, Kill Bill? Jason, have you ever heard of the original Charlie's Angels? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Tomb Raider series, the, what is this? The Underworld. I, I don't know. They're, she like kills vampires and shit. I don't see him. Resident Evil. Just like to say Kill Bill made $180 million. Don't know what their budget was, but they made $180 million. Plenty of money. Um, oh, There was another one that just fucking came out. Atomic Blonde did good, I believe. Lucy, led by Scarlett Johansson, did good. How about... um? Mad Max Fury Road. Hunger Game franchise. Hunger Game franchise. Absolutely. Salt. Didn't ever see that. Maybe it did good. All you got to do is look up female-led action movies. How about this? Here's a good... Uh, oh, here we go. How about this? This will be a good telling. Is this movie out yet? Is Terminator... Is the new Terminator out? Oh, yeah. I, I think it bombed. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, if that movie did well, it has a female lead. Like, what are you trying to say? But, but again, that's a reboot. And I think the issue is no one gives a shit about the Charlie's Angels. It was a good movie, but it was a good yeah. movie because it had three huge stars. Yeah. And that's what carried it. That's why it made money. That's why it was a good franchise. I mean, don't get me wrong. There definitely is issues with sexism. We had it with Captain Marvel and people just downrating the movie just because, you know, of sexism. But I think in this case, this is just kind of crying over sour apples over something that's taking an issue that is present in other situations and trying to apply it to your own situation. And it's just, just because it's like an easy way out to admit like, Hey, maybe, you know, I shouldn't have made this movie again. It's really what it is. And it's not owning up to your shit. And maybe that has something to do with it. But the fact is females weren't going and seeing this movie either. Yeah. <laughs> no one saw this fucking movie. Yeah. And you can't put the blame there when there's other people, other franchises where if you give me a badass movie with a female leave, I think atomic blonde, I went and saw in theaters plenty of movies i went and saw in theaters i'm gonna go see star wars later next month in theaters that's gonna be a billion dollar movie with a female-led actress yeah i mean you can do it avatar female-led actress right it was like 50 50 she's never a co-star seen never seen it i just i just i don't think she's top build oh either way though it's just turning something into uh a... it's fucking insane how about the blind side <laughs> i don't know how it did but it's I, you can know not an action movie. That's Sandra Bullock's movie. Sandra Bullock's movie, not an action movie. Still does good. Still did good. You can make money. I, I just think it's bullshit to push it off and use that as your excuse, like you were saying. Yeah, but oh well. Going Still away. Still not going to see it. Going away from the negative. Disney Plus came out this week, Jason. You have watched maybe two shows. What have you watched? Um, I watched a show that Riley watched, and I was just kind of in and out of it. About this, they take high school plays and then they bring them back when they're adults and they redo it. It's with Kristen Bell. That does not sound enjoyable. Yeah, I was just kind of in and out. I really like Kristen Bell. Okay. Don't know why. Don't even. I don't even think she's that attractive. She just seems like a very nice person. She is the most <laughs> kind-hearted looking person you've ever seen. In your you life. know who she looks like? Do you remember Becky, Kevin's wife? Nope. She looks exactly like Becky. And Becky was very kind to me. I remember her being nice. I don't remember what she looked like. She looks like. It, it's just people that look like them are nice. Okay. I'm fine with it. And I also watched, um, 
I don't think anything else. I watched an ESPN Plus 30 for 30. Okay. Chuck versus Tito. It was very good. I okay. recommend it. Biggest thing on there right now that you have not been watching. The Simpsons. Because you're not a Star Wars guy. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, Jason. Two episodes so far? Two episodes in. It follows a bounty hunter in the Star Wars world. Isn't he just another uh, Bob- Boba Fett kind of? Same kind of deal? Sort of, but different. Does Boba Fett? that appear in this series he has not yet but he probably will i think he's dead oh but you never know it's star wars again yeah you don't <laughs> know um it takes place after the, like the first six so in in between the original trilogy and this newest yeah. one yeah it's fucking great so far that's good to hear i know you're not a star wars guy jay you should watch it <sighs> you know for not being a star wars guy i actually know a decent amount about the star wars franchise just from lego star wars that that works. That plays. And I've seen two Star Wars movies. Number seven. Okay. Don't remember what it was called. Force Awakens. And Rogue One, which was a very good movie. Fantastic movie. I've seen some rankings that say Rogue One's like one of the best like three. Easily. I, I was like, wow. Easily. It was a fucking great was movie. And then Solo, I know, kind of wasn't that good, I heard. Solo bombed? I don't mind it. I don't think it's a terrible movie. I watched it. I will say this week, I have watched episode one through seven. Of Mandalorian? Oh, Star, Star Wars, Wars movies. I was like, I thought they were releasing them weekly. They are. I've been on a Star Wars kick. Well, that's hey, nothing wrong and with that's that. something great with Disney Plus is I can do that. I can't just wait for, I don't know why I'm talking like this, the Marvel movies, not movies, shows. That was my one kind of thing that they don't have a lot of good original content on there yet. Not yet, but Which it's it going to it, Yeah, it's going to come with time. And I think The Mandalorian has been great. Um, another one comes out this Friday. Mm-hmm. But, I think all their shows come out Friday because that play show Riley watched, they had a new episode on Friday too. So I think like all the series come out on Friday. Which I love that they're doing. I hate it, but I love it. I think it's smart. It is because you look at the Game of Thrones strategy where Game of Thrones was a regular TV show. Mm-hmm. It dropped every week and it was fucking huge for a long time. So people talked about it. As someone who's in a marketing class, you know what I think is also driving them to do this? What? Something that's very popular with our generation, free trials. Free trials only last so long. If you, they release it weekly, granted, you could try to make new free trials and everything, but it's hard because you have to have a different card and everything. They reel you in. They're not releasing it all at once, so you can't get a free trial binge watch it. They're reeling you in. You watch three, four episodes, your, your free trial ends. You're like, shit, I'm already invested. Unless you wait gonna get a trial. until the series is last episode of the series. I think at that point, binge. they're like, look, we're going to reward their commitment <laughs> to, to getting around the payment. No, nah, that makes sense, um, though. I'm excited for the Marvel. I, I'm really excited for the what if. I don't know why. Just because I like, I'm more of a fan of shows where I can kind of just pick up and watch anyone. Anyone. I don't like have to continue a series because I'm really bad at continuing series and being like committed to it. Yeah. But I will with the Marvel. I'll, I'll at least try. Oh, for sure. I might be very lagged behind though. So don't get mad at me if I'm like on episode one and you're done with them. You're going to have to stay on top of it because we're going to talk about them on the pod. Okay. That's going to be a homework for the pod. <laughs> okay. I'm very excited for those. Have you watched a rat race yet? Have not. Fuck, dude. Don't you have the disc? Didn't Riley give yeah. you the disc? No, I have it. Well, good thing we're recording early. It's only 6.15. You can go home and watch <laughs> some rat race. I might. Might not. And then speaking of Disney, I got back from Disney World. I thought I would uh, give some Disney tips because I'm the Disney expert. Jason. Would you like to hear the tips, Ty? Bless me with your Disney knowledge of how to conquer so, Disney World slash land. So to preface it, I'm not going to give... land of the mouse. I'm not going to give details of the whole trip. Um, I can't okay. even... When I'm put on the spot and I'm told to think of like notable memories i'm really bad at that 
I will say that we went to every park. We went to all four parks. We were there for a week. You Three. didn't even you, you did you say you went to Disney World? Yes, Orlando, Florida. Disney World. Yes, I don't think you said that. I went to Disney World. Went to all four it. parks. Rode pretty much everything. I mean, there's some like small kid rides we didn't ride. Pretty much everything at Magic Kingdom. Pretty much everything at Animal Kingdom and everything at Epcot. The only one we didn't ride everything was Hollywood Studios. The one ride we didn't ride was the Slinky Dog Dash, and that's because it just looked like a kid roller coaster and had like a hundred minute wait. We couldn't use our fast pass like cheating Ooh. system because that park was California Adventures, like minus thirty percent. Okay, like it had really it had like the coolest rides, but that was the problem. It had like four or five really cool rides, so it got a lot of people to go ride those cool rides. But since that was all there was to do, everything had a massive wait. They have the new Star Wars ride, the Millennium Falcon ride. That ride was dope. They have um, Rock and Roller Coaster, which is like their – you might have heard of it before. It's been there since like 96. Favorite Disney ride I've ever ridden. Really? It was, it was Bitchin' Roller Coaster. Was they it have, exciting? Was it? Yeah, it was a shoot-off. 57-mile-an-hour shoot-off in 2.8 seconds, I think. So a nice little giddy-up. Not fast. super fast, but a nice little giddy-up. It's like a good sports car right there. has like three loops. It's all indoors. It's playing to Aerosmith. Oh, I was rocking out. Fuck yeah. I have some pictures on my phone and I'll show, I can show you, Ty, because Riley was very scared in this picture. And I was just, my eyes were closed only because I couldn't keep them open because the wind force, but I was smiling. Sure. Um, <laughs> then they have that Slinky Dog Dash ride, which is like a kid, I guess it's not a kid roller coaster. It's pretty cool. And they have like Toy Story Mania, but they don't have many big rides, so it, it gets crowded. So we didn't ride Slinky Dog Dash on that one, but everything else we rode. So we rode everything and... Before we go to Disneyland, the first time we watched videos, I said, like, you can't get everything done in one trip. Don't worry. If you get everything done, you're going to need multiple days. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. Those people are stupid, Jason. They don't know the Jason thing. So I have six tips, Ty. Money-saving tips, time-saving tips. Just tips. People ask me. No one's actually asked me. They say, Jason, give me your tip. You've gone to Disney World twice now. You (laughs) haven't spent that much money going. Granted, it's expensive, but maybe not as expensive as you think. Tip number one. I've booked both my trips through Expedia, Bundle, and Save. They bundle the hotels and they bundle the flights together for you. Typically, I go on a lot of trips. I don't use Expedia Bundle and Save because it doesn't really give you much of a discount. And you can usually find the flights cheaper on Google Flights. And then I usually just book an Airbnb or something. Mm -hmm. For some reason in Orlando, I found it to be cheaper this way. I found that when I do it this way, I end up getting like a ho- like one of the one one of the nights or two of the nights free, or the flight is reduced, whatever. So for seven nights and two round trip flights across the country, I think I paid twelve hundred dollars, which might seem like a lot if you don't have that money, but it's, it's not hard bad for a trip. It's hard country. to get a hotel for seven nights for twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. So hotel plus the flights, like that's a really good price. So book through Expedia Bundle Save. And the reason you want to book through Expedia Bundle and Save is because you want to stay at a Disney, tip number two, a Disney-affiliated hotel. There's like four of them near Disney Springs. It's not a Disney hotel, so don't expect all the magic. But they're like the good neighbor hotels, but they get the benefits of the Disney hotels. So you get free shuttles to all the parks. So we ended up lifting sometimes just because we kind of missed the shuttle and we didn't want to wait 30 minutes for the next one. If you time it, you won't have to lift very often, which saves a lot of money to and from the parks. And most importantly... The biggest thing you got to do if you're going to Disney World, you get 60-day Fast Pass reservations. Holy shit. So in Disney World, since there's so much people going and there's so much you know to do, they let people, if you buy tickets, you can pick your Fast Pass for the specific day 30 days in advance. If you're a season ticket holder, you're staying at a Disney hotel or a Disney-affiliated hotel, you can pick your Fast Passes 60 days in advance, which is a big deal because they run out. Like, the big rides will run out on that first, like, you know, 60-day mark. So... 
it's a big deal. And they're not expensive. Those hotels are cheap. Like I said, I said what I paid for it. So that's my recommendation. If you want to stay at a Disney Magic Hotel, you have the money, go for it. You still get the, the perks. But I would just stay at the, the Lake Buena Vista ones. And so you had fast passes for every ride. Not every ride, but the big rides. We got to pick them early. So like Avatar. So two months before your trip, you chose a fast pass. I already pass. had my fast passes for all four parks. Now do you have to choose times? Yes. So you just kind of have to guess how long it's going to take in between. But that goes on my next tip is you kind of want to, well, this isn't listed, but you want to pick early. if You want to get the earliest possible. So you might want to try to plan out your day like, oh, I want to ride this at 7 o'clock. I want to ride this at... I would, what I would recommend is get the three rides you want and just get the earliest times they have. Okay. Because then you can use and abuse the system we use and abused, which is the new fast pass system. So you have your three fast passes, right? After you use your first fast pass, you can get a fourth fast pass, a fourth one. But then you have to use that fourth one before you can book another one. So you can't, you can't it's have not rotating. So you can't like have you use yeah. your second, get a fifth. Yeah. You can't do that. So by booking it early, you can get the fourth one relatively early. We'll say like one, two o'clock. Once you use that fourth one, then you could book another fast pass. But some people get discouraged, you know, because it's like, okay, what fast passes are available at one o'clock, two o'clock? If you do one search on the fat on the Disney app, because on Disney World you have an app to search all the fast passes. If you just do one search, Disneyland also has an app. You have to pay ten dollars for it to get the phone fast passes, though. Really? The Max Pass? Yeah. Wild. Yeah, you have to pay $10 to use your phone, which honestly, it's worth it at Disneyland too. Seems like it. So abuse, use and abuse the FastPass system. Once you get your three and you use your fourth, don't give up after one search is my number three. So it's, an, it's a system. It's like refreshing the page for concert tickets. So what me and Riley would do is we would redeem our fourth FastPass. The second we redeemed it, we'd be in line. We would just be searching, going back, searching, going back, searching, going back. And what happens is people either drop their FastPasses or Disney adds more because maybe not as many people showed up, whatever the case is. So we ended up getting fast passes for rides that had like none available for later in the day. Best example, you know, Epcot, there's a frozen ride. It's really lame, but it has a really long line because it's like the best kid-friendly ride at Epcot. Yeah, like an hour, like a 100-minute wait. We got a fast pass for it, you know, for like 6 o'clock or whatever because we just kept doing that system. We got the fast pass, waited in line 15 minutes. So you just do that system, you use and abuse it, and you can get fast passes. I was in line for, so we ended up, we did our fast passes for Magic Kingdom, used and abused it, got Pirates for 3 o'clock, 3.05, got in Pirates line, used and abused it, got a Splash Mountain one for 3.20, went and rode Fla- Splash Mountain. Riley didn't want to ride it because she didn't want to get wet. So while I was on Splash Mountain, she used and abused it and got a Peter Pan one, which Peter Pan has like a 100-minute wait for like 4.20. So just in that hour and a half span, we got three fast passes for three of the longest like lines in the park. Fuck. So you just just search. If you don't see anything, go back, go back, go back. And I even did it with dining. So one of the things is make a dining reservation ahead of time if there's a specific restaurant you want to go to. Um, there's this restaurant, a Beauty and the Beast restaurant. Be our guest. It's like really fancy. It's like the Beauty and the Beast castle. Last time I had to reserve it like two, three months in advance. We didn't plan this trip until about two months ago. So when I went to reserve Be Our Guest for the day we were going to the park, it wasn't available. Hmm. But I was searching dining reservations the day before, and I just kept searching back and forth to see if one would pop up, and sure as shit, one popped up for 1 o'clock. So I got the reservation the day before for 1 o'clock for, like, the most – I think it's the most sought-after, like, reservation at Disney World. So that was cool. So just don't give up after one search. You just – you keep going. Like, I was in line, and there was people behind us, like, 
oh, we got a fast pass. Let's see what's available. Oh, it's it's the teacups. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. You know, and it was like, if only they knew. If you can just if you just spam the search, something will pop up nine times out of ten. Goddamn fools, Jason. The only park it didn't work was Hollywood Studios, and I think that's just because it was so damn packed that no one wanted to drop their fast passes or whatever. It was just it didn't work <laughs> too much. And another uh, way we abused the system, we're going to jump to point five and then go back to point four. If a, if you see a ride is down and you can get a fast pass that's close enough in the time, like from where you're at, take the fast pass for that broken ride, like the ride that's down. We got, okay, so we got fast passes for Winnie the Pooh, Great Adventure, because I we wanted to ride it, but it was down at the time. And I was like, oh, it'll be up in 15 minutes. We get the fast pass, 15 minutes goes by, it's not up yet. So then what they do is they give you a fast pass that's redeemable at almost every ride. The only ride that it wasn't redeemable was like the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Peter Pan, the two most popular. So by doing that, we then got a fast pass to the first one we used it on was, I think, Big Thunder Mountain, which had like a 100-minute like so like wait. the third longest wait, you have a fast yeah. pass for free. Yeah, pretty much. And then while we were in Thunder Mountain, we got another Winnie the Pooh fast pass. It broke down again, and we got another one that we ended up using on. I don't remember what we ended up using it on. So we took advantage. That's the broken system. We took took advantage of Winnie the Pooh being down twice, and then got Winnie the Pooh the third time. But then it wasn't down, so we then went and rode. Like, ah, now we got to ride Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> but we, yeah, man, we just we used and abused that system, and that was that was pretty awesome. That's pretty fucking awesome. Um, in terms of rides, ride the rides that you know get long waits, but you wouldn't be willing to wait early in the morning, like before your fast pass starts. Like for example, the first ride we rode at Magic Kingdom was Buzz Lightyear, the shooting one. Okay. Cool ride. You want to ride it when you go to Disneyland. Yeah, you, for sure. But you don't want to wait an hour for it because that's what the wait not. times get up. So instead of going straight to Space Mountain, I already got my fast pass for Space Mountain. I just go to Buzz Lightyear. And I'm like, okay, I'll ride Buzz Lightyear before the crowd goes to Buzz Lightyear. Then you're I'm done middle with that. Of your middle of the road rides. Like there's this Avatar River ride. It's the it's honestly the most pointless ride. You just sit in a boat and it's like small world, but you just go through the Avatar world. Super short ride. Gets like two hour waits just because it's part of the av- the better Avatar ride. You know, it's like connected ride it first thing in the morning you know it's not worth that wait so that's another another tip Pro yeah, shots. used and abused and then um if there you don't get a dining reservation like i did if you're lucky use mobile order on the phone a lot of people don't know i guess that you can order food at most places on the phone old people is the issue a lo- i've seen a lot of people our age and families that just don't know how to do it you order on your phone you tell them when you you get there you sit down you wait and then your food's ready you skip the line you go pick up the food that's beautiful. You save so much time. So I'm, I'm I actually think we should cut this from the pod because too many people are going to be abusing it and it's not going to work. Yeah, probably. That's an issue. And then personally, I mean, I guess it depends on the what your day is. I think park hopping is a ripoff and I think park hopping is just another way to Make get your money. money. Because in theory, if you park hop, you could ride the best rides here, the best rides there, boom. But if you kind of take what I've said and you can ride everything in one day, Go to the next park the next day and not have to, especially at Disney World where everything's spread out, waste 20 minutes going to park to park. And it's just, it's not worth it, man. Instead I mean, of getting like three days park hoppers or something. Just get three days, one park per day. Like, and you might have the worry that, oh, what if this park's busy this day? Then we can go to the other park. It's 90% of the days it's going to be busy. And if it's busy at one park, it's going to be busy at all the parks. If it's dead at one park, it's probably going to be dead at all the parks. Like you're not going to run into it where one's, a ghost town and one's popping. You know what I mean? It's just, I think park hoppers are just such a, a maybe at Disneyland, I could see the case for getting it at Disneyland just because the parks are literally like right attached. Next to each other. But even at Disneyland, we use this system with the Max Pass and, 
you know, we get everything done at Disneyland, go to California the next day, get everything done quick, and then just kind of hang out, you know, so. Big time chilling. Now, you said there's four parks there. Yes. Rank them. Oh, easy ranking. Number four, Hollywood Studios. California Studios ripoff. California Adventures. They did have the best ride, I will say. Rock and Roller Coaster. So the highest highs, but it has the lowest lows. There's not a lot to do. Very crowded. The food options weren't as good. Mm. The Millennium Falcon ride was really cool, but I kind of don't count that because it's kind of like Disneyland's thing, even though they're both open within months of each other. It was just it was just way too crowded, and it had it had really good stuff, but it was just like there wasn't a lot to do. You know what I mean? I'm fine with it. Number three, and it, it's like Animal Kingdom and the rest are up here. Number three is probably Epcot. Epcot, same thing. There's like not that many rides. There's Test Track. I've sent you a picture of that ride. You like design your car. Wait a minute. You said Animal Kingdom? No, Epcot number three. No, it's like our Hollywood Studios. Sorry. Okay, I was There's like, where like, the fucking Animal Kingdom come from? Epcot has a few really good rides, and it doesn't have a lot of rides. But what gives Epcot the edge, and what I like it, what makes it different, is it has the World Showcase. So you walk around that water, and it's like all the different areas. Mm-hmm. When we went, it was the Food and Wine Festival, so they had a bunch of special like foods and wines they were selling at each country that they don't normally have on the menu. I got a delicious pork carnitas taco. It was six dollars for one taco. I was outraged by the price because i thought it was six dollars for like two or three tacos it was one taco but it was delicious that hit your mouth and you forgot the price not even not even like a big taco a tiny street like taco street taco six dollars for six dollars absurd i thought it that's was the most fucking that's the most disneyland thing i've ever heard well the thing was is the food and wine festival stuff wasn't that expensive like riley got this teriyaki bun it was about the size of a baseball you know but it was like this japanese bun or whatever and it had teriyaki chicken inside you know it was like four bucks it wasn't that bad you know for a theme park so that's why when i got the tacos i was like oh six dollars for like two tacos they're probably moderately sized like i can deal with that no six dollars for one taco Mm. but it was the best taco i've probably ever had (laughs) but that that's what gives epcot the edge you kind of walk around they have all the different areas you know it's just less rides and stuff but more to see and it's more adulty i could see that being the park where if we lived there if it was like hey let's go to epcot for dinner or let's you know what i mean so Number two, I'm going to go with Magic Kingdom, the Disneyland Ooh. ripoff. Um, it has all the things of Disneyland. Space Mountain, not, now, not as good. Question, is that your Southern California bias? Part of it is. Okay. Part of it is. I, but I do think the, the Disneyland Space Mountain's better. The This Space Mountain, it has it's like a single. So instead of two people, it's like kind of like the log ride oh. where it's like people sitting behind. Like the Matterhorn. It's like yeah. that kind of seating. That blows. Really rickety. Like really rickety. Not as smooth. You don't have like the... You kind of go up a tunnel a little bit, but then you don't have like the cool drop, and it, it just wasn't as co- it's not as cool. Thunder Mountain's awesome. Pirates, it's the same ride. Um, Splash Mountain, it's the same ride. Actually, the drop is one foot more at this one. Oh shit! They do have Watch this out. cool coaster, Snow White Mine Train, whatever it's called. Gets a, that's the one that gets like the most wait time. I wouldn't wait like 120 minutes for it, whatever it gets. Their Small World's not as cool because it's not in like a big old castle. It's just kind of like. I don't know. Their Haunted Mansion isn't as cool. It's just a lower level It's a low, Disneyland. It, yeah. It's, if you went to... I'm sure if you live in Orlando and you go to Disneyland, you're like, oh, this isn't the same as the Magic Kingdom one. But it's nice, though. It has the most to do, obviously, because there's so much to do in Disneyland. Number one's Animal Kingdom. I love Animal Kingdom, Ty. Is that like a zoo? It's, it's a mixture. So you have some rides. You have this ride dinosaur, which is kind of like... Because they don't have Indiana Jones there. It's the oh. same... It's the same kind of cars as Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. the rickety cars. And you go through, you go back in time and you're trying to like kidnap a dinosaur or something. It's like and then Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park. Kind of. Yeah. And then it's like the meteor shower is about to happen. So you have to escape before the meteor kills you. All the dinosaurs die. I think so. That's unfortunate. Um, Riley lost her phone on that ride too. 
it caused, she doesn't have her phone no she got it back but oh. it caused some tension let me tell you um between you or the park attendants me jason she blamed me that's what caused the tension. Did you lose? So lose you lose. lost her phone. Is what you're saying? <laughs> Pretty. Saying, that's how I lost felt. Riley's phone on this ride. No, that's how it felt. <laughs> that's how it felt, Tyler. <laughs> and and it all stemmed because when we were in the queue, I asked a simple question, and she thought I was being snarky to her, so she got all mad, and then she like stuffed her phone in her pocket, and then it fell out of her pocket. <laughs> yeah. When really all I was saying was. Because there's like a scientist who takes you back in time to steal this dinosaur. And you're not supposed to steal the dinosaur. Like he works for the laboratory. But he's like trying to get you to steal the dinosaur. But they know he's trying to get you to steal the dinosaur. Like in the ride lead up. And I'm like, why is he still working here? Why didn't they just fire him? That's what I asked Riley. And she thought I said something mean. But they have that. They have Expedition Everest, which is probably my third favorite Disney ride. Maybe fourth. Okay. It's like, uh, it's. I don't know if you've ever seen it. You kind of go up. You climb up and you kind of like start going on a roller coaster just a little bit. And then you hit the end of the tracks and the tracks are all bent up. And then you go backwards oh, for shit. a little bit. And then you start going forward. We rode that three times with our fast pass <laughs> system. That ride, Rock and Roller Coaster got my tummy. And that ride is the only one to get my tummy. Because when you go backwards, it's dark. And you like, you drop. I don't know what it does, but you drop down. And then you almost go like up and bank to the left. I don't know what it does. You, it's hard to tell. But it gets my tummy every time and I love it. <laughs> Then I put it in my veins. (laughs) Then they have the Avatar ride, which is probably the best like technology I've ever seen in a Disney ride. So it's like a big motion ride, like Soren. You have a big screen and you're like flying through Pandora and everything. But you're on top of these the Banshees. Is that what they're called? Okay, yeah. And it's so it's kind of like the seats on uh, Knott's Berry Farm, the horse ride. Okay, it's like those, but better. It's not as uncomfortable. And like I kid you not, you can feel these motherfuckers breathing, dude. Like, they put things in to feel, like, you feel their lungs contracting on your legs. You actually were just riding a worker. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, you're on these things, and, like, so, you're you're riding through Pandora, and they're, like, moving, and then you're in this room, and the whole room's moving, and it, it was just, and they have, like, the nice smells, and it's nice, man. It, it sounds it was, pretty fucking cool. And then they have the Kilimanjaro Safaris ride, which is, like, like uh, you know, like, the zoo. You go on, and you actually go through, like, the safari area of the park and see all the animals. Really? Yeah. What happens if something breaks down there? I don't know. Do they do they have to move the animals? Does he have to work on something looking out for a lion the entire time? I, I don't know. There was like some monkey enclosures where all there was separating. Like inside the park, there was like a monkey enclosure. No fencing. They were just like up on this little display. And there was like a little river that was keeping them from them to us. And I was like, I'm pretty sure monkeys can swim. Like what is keeping them from just going and free roaming the park? It's electrocuted water. That's what you don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I was like, either they train these monkeys really well or they don't know how to swim or I don't know. But So your number one park. Animal Kingdom. You support animals being taken out of their natural habitat, Jason? <laughs> Shut up. They actually do a lot to <laughs> I know one of their initiatives. Do you know there's only twenty thousand lions in the wild? Twenty thousand lions? That's it. I think there's less tigers. Still, though, that's wild. I thought it would be like a million. As a Tyler, I personally relate to tigers more. (laughs) But that's unfortunate for lions. So, yeah, that's my power ranking. Best ride, rock and roller coaster. Um, It's pretty cool. I I just figured we didn't have a ranking list on this pod. I needed you to rank something. Tyler, let's just go to Disney World. I'll pay for you and Victoria to go with us. I'm all right. I just said I'll pay for you. Yeah. You don't want to go? I do. Oh. Why would you say you're all right then? Cause I want to, I want to feel like I paid for this. And if something's bad, I want to be able to bitch because I paid for it. If you pay for it and something's bad, I can't complain. I'm like, ah, it's free, whatever. I like to be able to complain. 
Okay. I was sad we didn't go to Universal. We decided to go to Hollywood Studios instead of Universal. Universal's cool. They have the Hulk coaster, which is badass. Best coaster I've ever ridden. Really? Oh, yeah. You shoot off, so you're, like, climbing up. I think I've told you about this before. You're, like, climbing up the hill like a normal roller coaster ride, but then you're in, like, this this tunnel, and then it's, like, the gamma radiation is shaking you, and you oh, hear the shit. professor. It's, like, banner, banner, the gamma, or whatever, so the thing's shaking. It's like a Skrillex song. It's just building up the beat. <laughs> and then you shoot off as you're climbing. So you just, like, climb slowly, and then you kind of sit there, and then you shoot off. Up? Up the hill shoot up the hill how does that even work i don't know and then so you shoot up the hill and then the first it's not even a drop it's a corkscrew down it's bitching so you shoot off and then as soon as you get through the tube you turn upside down and then you like come down that's pretty fucking cool yeah dude i like i don't remember what it's called i think it's x2 Six that flags? ride's good too, yeah. Where you like go up backwards and then you drop and like you flip. I don't. You go up backwards, so it fucks with me. That's what it reminds me of. The Incredible Hulk coaster launched hill lift hill accelerates a train to forty miles an hour in approximately two seconds and reaches a maximum speed of sixty-seven mile an hour. Sixty-seven miles an hour with seven inversions. I mean, I drive a Honda Civic, so that's not that impressive. <laughs> All right, but that's my Disney tips. Ty, you got anything else? We're almost at two hours. It was a dense pod, but I enjoyed it. I, I will say that. I enjoyed it more. I'm, I enjoyed it that we started early. We did not, start a little early. It would have been a very late night. And I'm just glad we're done. We're done before we usually start recording. This yeah. is wild. You know there's going to be some major news that breaks as soon as I get to my apartment. <laughs> Probably. And I've been up since 5 a.m. Orlando time, and it's 6.37 West you get Coast sleep, time. Jay? I'm tired. And I just want to play some video games, honestly. I miss Diamond Dynasty so much. Jason, fuck Diamond Dynasty. I'll go home and play some Call of Duty. I'm down for it. Fuck yeah. Um, I'm addicted. <laughs> I've played twice. <laughs> you got anything else, Jay? Nope. It was a fun pod. It was very fun. Be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. 
it's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.